Let me shut this off. <laughs> okay. There you Is go. that going to go the whole show? Yes. Right. So, uh, welcome to Red River Podcast, episode number 48. Um, we're, we're inching towards episode 50, which- It's going to um... be an extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you know anything about this show, it's going to be probably just the same as 49 and 48. <laughs> no. We're going to have a parade of past guests, uh, giveaways. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're definitely going to do something. Uh, you know, we might even have uh, our guest back. You know, for, yeah. for, the, for that episode because uh, what better person to have on? <laughs> so today we're gonna we're gonna talk. Uh, we should just tape it tonight then. Yeah, yeah. While he's here. I'll we gangbang should, uh, that shit. Uh, <laughs> we'll do two, one, two. Let's we'll fucking do we'll it. We'll skip forty nine then because uh, this is yeah. forty eight. So be the lost episode. Yeah, double the money. Easter huh? egg. <laughs> be an Easter it egg. Will be the lost episode. That's not a bad idea. I like that because uh, everyone. It, it'll be like uh, the movie Thanks Killing. Because it went from one to three. Yes. Yeah. And three is the search for part two. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Pretty funny. But anyway, so t- uh, today we welcome back uh, a-, a former past guest, uh, Brian Marr. Returning fucking champion. <laughs> and, uh, thank you guys for graciously inviting me back. Mm, no Jesus. Well, thank you so graciously for asking. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I can do that shit. <laughs> today... Um, I mean, it's kind of like a big deal, but not really. But it's a big deal just for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's the the end of a decade, which which I totally didn't realize till like we first kicked this around. <laughs> yeah, it's like holy shit. Yeah, and then for people like me and you, like we panic because we're like, oh my god, now I gotta make a. I can't. Now it's not only best of twenty nineteen. Now I gotta think of yeah. ten years, and like we sat there. I want to apologize to my boss right now for. <laughs> How little I did. Same. And same. Uh, paid too much attention. I to this. St- actually no. stole a company notebook too. I was just like, let's just fucking kick it off right. I'll fucking rob the place. Then I just won't even get anything. Fucking I took done. the long way home a lot in the car. Yeah. Listened to it and I went to sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, yeah. we re- revisited. But anyway, so we're going to yeah. do, um, we're going to start off with the best of 2019. Uh, we're going to talk uh, best rock albums best hip-hop albums and best movies of the year and anything else like if you want to add in like uh live shows tv shows um because if there's one thing that i noticed about this year is that i watched i didn't watch the normal amount of movies because tv is like such a big deal now i did the exact opposite but i know what you're saying yeah well 
Really? Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. I have no idea. Okay. Yeah, I definitely watch more TV. Yeah. Definitely more TV this year. You know, and, 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 there is great shit. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. yeah. And and now you could really break down a movie. It's not like I need to watch The Irishman in one shot, but I did. You I know? think it's my fear of commitment. I got to commit to the show now, whereas I could just watch a movie for an hour and a half. Yeah. Well, that's some deep <laughs> shit. Right there. Oh. Exclusive. You hear, here. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, anything new you want to talk about? Like, fucking, I, I know you guys finished up a record. You guys writing a new record with Black Suit Youth? Yeah, yeah. We're um actually going back to Atlanta to record in February. Uh, we actually started doing some of the drums. Uh, we're not. We're recording a ton of songs, but I think the album as a format is kind of uh, resting in peace right I'm now. I'm with you. So we're actually going to be like staggering the release. I know for a fact we're going to drop a seven-song EP on 7-7 seven, seven mm. and uh, get our numerology kicking with that. And I know we're, I think we're going to do Bridgeside Live that night because it's a Tuesday. You going back? Yeah, yeah. So that'll be live, and then we'll definitely do some shows to celebrate it that week. Like I don't know where yet, but... Uh, you know, we have to actually finish recording first before I can even get into all that. You know, what makes you just like me? You know, what makes you just keep writing songs? They just keep popping into my head. You know, yeah. and it's uh, I just want to keep doing it. I love playing. You know, and I love these days. I'm more into just being in the studio and recording and writing than I am playing live because as I'm getting older, it's, it's getting to be harder work. I don't feel like carrying amps as much and shit. You know, but. Wait, there's no backline? I'm not playing. Yeah, well, <laughs> even I still have a pretty heavy head, though, you know? So. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, uh, it's any, you can't stop, you know? I got these guitars sitting around, and I just got to pick them up and play them. And sometimes, once every 45 times, something decent comes out, you know? Yeah, well, same, <laughs> I know. Um, and you got a new drummer? Yeah, yet again. A uh, really cool guy, a studio dude, this guy, Lee. Uh, he plays in a lot of different groups. Um, he's worked with, like, Evan Seinfeld and... Uh, Maybe ministry, one of the guys. So I forgot what he did specifically, but he's got he's got good credentials. He's a solid player. Has I, he ever met Little Loopy? I don't know. He probably. The guy knows a lot of people. <laughs> I don't know what that means. So I don't know. Mm. <laughs> That's Evan's girlfriend. Oh, all right. She's definitely into like. Well, she was into you know porn. So, okay, but I thought he, he was, was in a band with him, or he worked in the porn industry. Yeah. You know, he worked. Uh, <laughs> he was a drummer. How big's his dick? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't shared a urinal with him yet, but uh, <laughs> I'll see if I can squeeze in on him next time and get a get a good head count of it. You know, he was married to Tara Patrick. Too, yeah, though, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. era he played That's with him. Maybe we can get this guy's dick for episode fifty. You know, <laughs> oh, be the special guest. <laughs> Did he ever play drums with his dick? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. He might be whacking a hog. We'll see. You know? like, <laughs> he hates us right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> if he's even listening, I don't. Well, he can't hear us right now. He's going to hear this two weeks from now. Yeah, right? yeah. And I'm just not going to tell him about it. Yeah. <laughs> So. I'm Hispanic, so you could say a lot of you know those jokes too if you want while you're listening. <laughs> you can call me a spick all you want. But, uh, he's um, a gentleman; he would never he resort would never, to such right. type of language. Right. But <laughs> yeah, it's awesome to to always find someone um, to play with because you know the older you get, you know uh, the harder it is, and you don't want to lose people. You know, you have yeah. Juan, you have uh, Fed. Fed. Yeah, yeah, they're solid guys, and I'm glad to have them. And they're dedicated. They're willing to get in the van and yeah. go down the coast and play and leave the general area, which is awesome, you yeah. know. And you know, they like to party and hang out, but not they don't take it to the extreme level where they can't play anymore and have to be removed, which is always yeah. good, you know. Like it's all right to just like snort a gram, but an eight ball is ridiculous. <laughs> 
Yeah, because you play too fast, you know. You just, <laughs> and if you're gonna do it, do it after you've already played. Like, have a little fun. Have a a drink or two to take the edge off is cool. But mainlining mini bar bottles of fucking yeah. Jack Daniels and then stumbling onto the stage and not remembering what fucking city you're in doesn't pay. Especially when we're barely getting by and like barely selling T-shirts. You know, like suck on stage, you're not gonna do good. You know, no, you're not. Yeah, for sure. And you came all that way. You prepared, you worked for it. Why fucking blow it at the last second? Yeah. There's a lot of saboteurs out there, you know? It's crazy. And and you guys have been playing a lot, and the one thing that I, I love and admire about that is it really, like, ups your live show. You guys record, it seems like, all the live sets. You guys take it super serious, unlike us. Well, we do it like a like the Jets coach, like we'll listen to it and then watch the video again and be like, you know, you missed a drum fill there. I mean, obviously, we're not like that. We are that crazy about it, actually. I mean, I shouldn't even defend it. Like, we are definitely nitpicky and, and crazy, but like, it's not a big deal if you if you screw up or whatever. Just it can't become a pattern thing where you always make the same mistake each yeah. week. You know, that's what I'm always looking out for. Everyone's gonna f- I fuck up left and right because I find myself in my own head a lot. I'm like trying to rock out and I'm singing and I'm Rocking playing guitar, out, yeah. and I'm thinking, oh man, I I need a couple more sips of water, but I don't have time and shit everyone's going to the bathroom i gotta get them back you know like or whatever's happening like yeah, yeah. i feel like i'm not in the moment as much i i do transcend you know yeah. sometimes but i i'm working on just trying to like be more present and not have 17 different voices going at all times I, we played friday and uh dave fucked up the first song right out of the gate and uh, I figured, all right, you know, he fucked up the chorus. I'm like, maybe by the second chorus, he'll get it right. Then we play the chorus again, still the wrong note. I'm thinking, <laughs> like, this guy fucking stupid. Like, how how many times have we played these fucking songs? And I'm like, singing and playing him. You know, there's like the last chorus. I'm like, all right, maybe he'll get this one. And he did. Wow. So, <laughs> fucking bench that guy, man. Yeah. It's, uh, second string coming in. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to shit on Dave because he's fucking terrible. He's a bass player. But. <laughs> That's my fault for <laughs> encouraging his behavior. Um, okay. We haven't uh, caught up with you. Oh, in that's a while. right. Yeah. What's going on, uh, nine to six? Nothing. You're in a band, right? Yeah, once in a while. <laughs> we played three shows this year, so we're getting a little, little tired. Three, yeah, three shows. <laughs> uh, space them out a little bit. But uh, we played uh, Beery's two weeks ago with uh, Joe Hess. That was always a good time. Too many voices uh, played. Also, shout out to Jeff Kaplan, past guest. Hopefully, that leg is getting better. Leg, right? Yeah, he broke a whole bunch Ooh, of shit. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. I just um, had my first broken bone ever last year. It was yeah. fucking. It's a terrible thing. Yeah, which was <laughs> funny because he posted about it like two days after, and I'm like, "But I just saw you two days ago at the show." He's like, "Yeah, I was in much better shape back then." So. <laughs> but uh, Beery's was fun. It was my first time playing there. I've been there for a bunch of shows, and I got there about two hours early to set up my drums because I thought I was playing the Coliseum or something. <laughs> and uh, all the local drunkards, you know, had nothing but, you know, this Neil Pert joke and the stage is that way and why are you backwards and why is the symbol so high and this and that. But uh, then I'm watching Joe Hess's band and his drummer, Justin, has, you know... My half, former drummer. Brian's <laughs> former drummer. Half Cheating the size. Bitch. Yeah, <laughs> half the size of my drum set. And I'm like, oh, it looks like he's got plenty of room up there. And then I get my shit up there and I was just like, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to do this. The stage is fucking tiny. You're playing like Tommy Aldridge. Yeah, yeah, so you get, pretty like much. 30 uh, Toms. I got my <laughs> Roto Toms and my gongs on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and we're getting ready to start playing. And like, I had seen like a couple dudes were there, like people that I didn't know with like metal shirts and hardcore shirts. And my bass player like leans over to me 
and he goes, uh, we call him Wild Card because he's like the youngest of the band, but he goes ape shit. And he goes, do people like go off in this place? Like, do people mosh? And I was like, not that I've seen. It does happen. Yeah. And we actually started playing and these five random guys just fucking started going off or whatever. And I was just like, what the fuck? I'm like, this is kind of cool or whatever. And uh, this like wacko that's watching me the whole time. This guy's in like a fucking like Johnny trench coat over here and uh pulls me aside after we finished playing and he was just like you guys were fucking sick and he was calling me sticks the whole night you know sticks it in you yeah pretty much and i was just like all right dude like and he's like you know he's telling me he's from south florida and then he yelled at me because i didn't listen to the new tool album <laughs> you know but... you should yell at him for listening to it it's fucking horrendous <laughs> i can deconstruct that whole thing it's so bad but uh no it was fun it was fun so i mean uh we did or i should say i did start the second ep and my drums were recorded in august and now we're slowly getting to the next uh you know year so i don't know he would have to talk to my bass player about to get off his lazy ass and i don't know it's something about bass players i think I guess it's like it's like I, they only have four strings and they yeah. only use two of them and he's the most talented one of the band so i don't know what the hell this kid's problem is you know this kid's played irving plaza this kid has gone on like you know european tours and shit like that's probably that. his problem he's maybe he might have an ego he might have an ego <laughs> uh, you guys uh should hook up with american slobs you oh, know them i know the name long beach dude they're I... fucking their audience is hardcore as shit and they fucking go for it like yeah. they're they do they're yeah. they're a little faster than you guys yeah, but yeah. it's it's Along the same lines, yeah. you know what I mean. It's it's of the same ilk. Yeah. I'll fucking play with whoever, dude. I don't give a shit. You know. That's it. Until yeah, yeah you should Sarah sli- gives birth. And that, well, then. Yeah, dude, <laughs> slide into their DMs, man. Yeah, I like it, man. So, um, okay, cool. So that brings us to what we normally do. We we like to celebrate and look back at like our favorite things of 2019. So we're gonna do that, get that out of the way, and then from there we're gonna come back and and we're gonna pick some of our favorites from the last 10 years, which is super overwhelming, but we're going to yeah. try it out. Um, a lot so of stuff. as far depressing, as, dude. <laughs> as far, before we get into this top five, did you said you wanted to talk about live shows or? I got live shows. I got TV shows from this year. What do you, you want to do? Let, 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 let's kick it off with the albums real quick. Okay. Let's do, let's do top five rock albums. Okay. Of this last year. Of this year, of All 2019. Right. Let's start off with Langan. Sorry for the rustling of papers. That's right. I'll take, I'll, I'll take it out in, in, in the mix. My number five, uh, I know how you feel about it, but Tool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, I was always a big Tool fan. It wasn't, it hardly reinvented the wheel. It was pretty much. Was he the guy at Beery is talking to? It might have been. <laughs> were, you you? The, were you in that black fucking trench coat? I remember being there. South Florida? Um <laughs> So I just I I loved hearing them again, you know what I mean. It wasn't like I I wasn't expecting fucking them to do anything different really, and they didn't. But I loved the, <laughs> hearing really didn't. hearing the sound again was pleasing to me. You know what I mean. I I think what they, I'm not a, a perfect circle fan. I know we disagree huge. on that. Yeah, I'm like I love different, them. and uh, I li- I like I love Danny Carey. I like the way he sounds on it. Yeah. Sick drummer. I like how the drums sound. Yeah. You like 25 minutes for the first two songs? Yeah, I'm all right with that. <laughs> well, here's my <laughs> thing with it. It's yeah. it's a six-song record with six, like, 10-minute songs. Are they, like, trying to get, like, podcast-level, like, money residuals for each one? Like, is there, like, some reason they engineered it that way? The first song is, like, three of their other old songs put together. It sounds like H and The Grudge. 
And it, I don't know, like, it just sounded so phoned into me. Like it just seemed like the music is there, and Maynard's like, yeah, "I'm busy making apple cider. Here's some words, yada yada." Like I don't know, I just felt like, and I, I was a big Tool fan. I've seen them multiple times, many tours. I didn't love the Ten Thousand Days very much either. It was all yeah. right, but I thought yeah, this was either. like a fall off a cliff. Like the last song, which kind of reminded me of Undertow, had like was like the most where I'm like, "All right, this is actually they're doing some stuff," but then it kind of just. Mm-hmm repeated and went off into nothing i don't know it was definitely like just reading people's opinions on it people loved it or hated it <laughs> there's no middle ground you know so i mean it's just a, a fan and obviously you you were a fan and only a, a real fan could say they love it or hate it it's not so, like- sometimes too man like in going through like so many albums this year and stuff and listening yeah. to it sometimes just something just scratches an itch for you you know what i mean like it just hits you right whereas like like even going back in some of these other things like songs i did like then i I listened back and i didn't like them later yeah it's just where you're at when you're listening to it you know what i mean and that's it if it scratched the itch and exactly that's it. you know it's not not our fault you have shitty ears <laughs> <laughs> but uh number five for you brian uh bad religion age of unreason Okay, great. Still crushing it. Still sounding good. Yeah. Even though Greg Graffin looks like Larry David now, he's still getting there and destroying <laughs> it. I was pretty surprised uh, by how good that record was. <laughs> um, you know you know what you're going to get. I mean, there were some left turns in there, but uh, I, great record. Yeah. When I when I came, they came back and they played that, uh, the fact that they're playing with an Alkaline Trio in Jersey, which I hate driving. Yeah, I know there. There's there is a day between they're doing Buffalo, Jersey, and then somewhere else where like there's not they have a day off and maybe a New York show is going to get booked. So yeah. I would hold off before going to Asbury Park. You know, for sure. I, that's a show I would love to see. So uh, Parker, number five. Number five, I did uh, kind of like a little all star band. It's guys from uh, Converge, Red Cord, and Hatebreed, and they're actually in this band called Wear Your Wounds. And uh, Jake Bannon, the guy that sings for Converge, he actually plays bass in this. So if you like his voice or you hate his That's voice. That's a good record. Uh, very good, yeah. yeah. It's very, uh, I don't want to use the term emotion, but it's very emotional. It's very, like, airy. There's a lot of room in the songs. Uh, I don't know if this is that first album or, or what, but it's called Gates of Heaven. And, I think uh, so. Yeah, it's it's uh, for fans of Spotlights. Shout out to Chris Enriquez. Yeah. Uh, Old Man Gloom, and you could definitely hear Caven in there as well. Cool. Uh, my number five, uh, which <laughs> Says nothing like what you just mentioned, but it's the Lizzo album because I love you. Um, I remember hearing the first song on that record, which is called Because I Love You, and I was like immediately taken by the production, the songwriting, and I was like, wow, that's interesting. I'm like, this is actually really good. And then I heard the single Truth Hurts, which is like the catchiest song, like I heard all fucking year. It's got so much attitude, it's and, and lyrically, it's fun. Yeah. It's not like c- cerebral. It's the only it, good song on Z100. It's uh, <laughs> is Z100 really still a they, thing? They are playing. Yeah, they're playing Lizzo. I don't know. That was. I am sure they are. Z100, Morning I, Zoo. It's I like know. Ed Sheeran. Nine songs that all sound exactly the same. Like Ariana Grande, Camila Cabello, whoever, which one they are, Camila and Cabello. then they drop Lizzo in, into that, and you're like, yeah, all right, yeah. yeah. So they're doing the same thing they've always. Are you listening the, the to same it at work formula. or something? I like to mix shit up. I like to see what's going on in the pop world. I like to make sure the same four chord progression lives on forever in every different song. That's yeah. the same song. Now, I, look, I'm always. I can't listen to like rock and podcasts all day. I got to put on Hot 97 or Z100 nice. or something. Yeah. 10 10 wins just to fucking find out. You know, I just who didn't got even. Stabbed, yeah, that's, you know? that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, so the the Lizzo record is amazing, I, front to back. 
Um, it, it reminded me, or it took me by surprise, like let's say the Lord album did in 2013, where I was like, whoa, this is a pop record that's super smart, very well written, and uh, I could really listen to it. And uh, just lyrically, I'm like, these are super relatable fucking lyrics. So. Number four, Langan? Uh, possess Revelations of Oblivion. I still, um, still didn't get a chance to listen to it. Yeah, I mean, I'm a huge Possessed fan. They only made th- uh, two albums and an EP and then broke up, you know, the story. And uh, Larry Lalonde went on to Primus. And Jeff Pacara got shot. Been pa- uh, He's in a wheelchair Jeez. and been out of the business for uh, for a long time. I don't even know how many years they were out. And uh, came back. It's It's... Normally, sometimes it's the singer and the other three guys are not the original members. But Jeff Becerra's voice is one of my favorite in extreme metal history. Uh, I mean, everybody knows Death a little bit more, but Possessed is as important to extreme metal. Uh, Their first album, Seven Churches, brilliant. But anyway, after a lot of time away, guy sounds exactly like it sounds like the record came out right Right after after they stopped. And uh, has a production. It's fucking great. Yeah. It's great. It's good songs. If you like Possessed, you're going to love this. And and I was surprised it got left off a lot of metal sites um, wrap up because they deserve some love and uh, shit's fucking kills. Cool. Brian, number four. Well, t- well I'll just say Mar. Along your yeah. lines, kind of like, because you were just talking about Lord, uh, Billie Eilish's record, and when we uh, go to sleep, where we go, whatever the fuck it is called, like, uh, it's, it's pretty <laughs> sick. Like, beyond that song, Bad Guy, I mean, there's so much... Uh, a lot of it remind me of like Lord, a little bit of Lana Del Rey, and like whenever like all these like old industry dudes and record dudes get like hard for some seventeen year old's career, I don't believe it. Like I don't, I don't believe the hype. Yeah. But when I checked it out. There's the production is killer on it. Like her Very brother killer. is like our secret weapon on she, that. Yeah, yeah. And she, I know that everyone's like, oh, she just whispers whatever. She can sing like Billie Holiday in seven different keys and can layer it in like a really cool cadence and do interesting stuff. So mm-hmm. the the talent is definitely there, and it's uh. The songs are catchy and and quirky and clever, you know. So it's it's good stuff. I I love to see um you know because there's so much shit and when uh pop like pop music and records like that come out that are a little bit above the rest and it doesn't I, sound like any of the yeah. rest. It's very different, you know. Like she's 17 or 18 by now. Um, you know, when she's in her mid 20s, she's gonna be doing some really cool stuff. If she doesn't die, yes. Yeah, if she doesn't <laughs> die for sure. Yeah. It's throwing it out there. Some people don't handle fame well. She, I mean, I don't know anything about her, but I mean, she looks like she's more an even keel than like Amy Winehouse or something. But yeah, you know. let's hope so. That's right. Whatever happened to Amy? <sighs> All right. Episode 50. Here we come. <laughs> Parker, number four. Uh, number four, I chose this band, Shadow of Intent. Uh, it's a little bit of everything. It's black metal. It's symphonic metal, prog metal, metal core. Metal, metal. Metal this, metal that. <laughs> metal fucking, on metal. That's it, man. Oh, fucking Anvil only wishes. <laughs> Um, one of the best fucking movies of all time, though, right there. I can watch. Shout out Great to Lips. Movie. Dude, Lips. Shit band. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that, that's... Uh, Lips the funniest Reiner. part about yeah. that, Doc, not to digress, is like, yeah. all these guys <laughs> growing I'm like, man, Anvil was like... like I don't remember Anvil ever yeah. being shit. Yeah. Like, nobody was in the Anvil. Lars does an interview for like <laughs> 30 suck. minutes. There are bands yeah. where only other musicians like that band. I mean, that is a, a that, phenomenon. We we know several of them. That's a thing, but like... I don't know how a musician be impressed by, you know... And I love the story, and I love the yeah. movie, and they I, really, like I level... rooted for those guys, but it's fucking terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Like, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I give them this. They're still making out. Oh, yeah. God bless yeah. them, man. Yeah. 
I love it. I'm like, in their corner. I just don't want to listen to the it. The mentors and pile driver quit, but Anvil keeps <laughs> yeah. at it. <laughs> just keep going. But uh, yeah, the album's called uh, Melancholy, Shadow of Intent. That's it. All right. Uh, my number four is a band called Pup, and the record is called Morbid Stuff. Um, somewhere along the way, uh, it's like Pinkerton era Weezer meets like Despotacitos meets like Jeff Rosenstock meets The Hold Steady. This record is fucking amazing. Uh, there's a third album, and the songwriting is just amazing. It's just like this pure chaos with nothing but hooks, and it's unreal that record so good and just like every other episode that we mention a lot of music there's going to be a huge playlist with all these records so it'll be under red river podcast episode number 48 it's gonna and be a big playlist it'll be a big playlist so <laughs> they yeah. uh they did the most clever thing to promote that record they released like the sheet they, they released the chord progressions yep. to the song before you heard it and they had people cover it just based on the chords in different instruments which was great Th- that was and video. they were all better than the real song uh, <laughs> that's insane but uh, a, a dude that I know uh, C- Craig Shea and his band did, did that and I didn't know what they were doing and then I realized that that's what it was like so to promote that they release like you said the chord progression and the lyrics and every band recorded their own version to see what it would sound like you don't like. know the tempo you don't know like yeah. the time you don't know anything about it other than that yeah which is so, interesting very that's cool awesome. yeah it's a, a, a great a great way, like whoever thought of that, it just, uh, you know, in this day and age, it, it's nice to, to see certain things that are just so interactive. Um, it's the and, collabo, man. Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, it gets people excited. So number three, Langan. Uh, I got uh, the Claypool Lennon Delirium, uh, South of Reality. Primus, big fan of Primus, but right after uh, Pork Soda was the last fucking album I was interested in. <laughs> and then he did like, you know, a million fucking bands and shit. I always loved his playing or whatever, but... This was the best thing I've heard him do, like musically. It just, it sounds like a Beatles record, obviously, but Claypool doing his fucking thing. It's got parts of it that are a bit like, like Pink Floyd ish. And, uh, the groove is great on it, but the songs are really good. Yeah, it's not just I, Les Claypool fucking doing like bass masturbating and shit, you know. But I heard, uh, it, I heard it was great. So it's funny, like you know, I, I love year end stuff like this because it it allows you to like look back at certain things. Like you mentioned that record, and I'm like, for sure, I forgot to listen to that record because it's so yeah. much stuff. Yeah. Um. So you know, we yeah, could, I missed a lot as well, man. Good, you know? good. Um. So number three. Mark. All right. My third one, also loosely rock, is uh, Lana Del Rey's Norman fucking Rockwell. It's pretty killer. A lot of it reminds me of uh, like Fleetwood Mac, and I know like the whole witchy Stevie Nicks thing is in right now, and they definitely capitalize on that. <laughs> but it also kind of like tr- there's elements that are almost running the doors and other things, and it's, it's very different from like her James Bond type theme song music that she does, or like the uh, stuff that sounds like an iPhone commercial. Like this was like much. I don't know. It was like almost jammier. She has like eight minute songs on it. What and was shit. the cover on there? Uh, Sublime, uh, doing time, and that was that was really good. Actually, yeah. it's it's a solid record, and it's very interesting and different. I thought it was a lot of different covers because there was a song called Cinnamon Girl, but it's not the Neil Young one. And uh, there was another song that had uh, another it's a title. Type of negative one. <laughs> yeah. <it was> sick. <laughs> <laughs> For people out there, uh, my headphones keep popping out, and Sam's pushing it in for me to. I'm completely I'm across the table. We need another off. pair, but we were waiting till episode fifty. Yeah, <laughs> we're waiting for that Patreon. We need, we need some gaffer tape on that shit. Dude. First of the year, the budget comes back, and you know? <laughs> exactly. it's just this little piece there. Once this quarter it, ends, it's going to be <laughs> yeah. killer. Actually, yeah, so you, um, so you, Lana Del Rey, 
So oh, yes. Number three part. Uh, number three. Um, so Dan Tur, I actually went over to his house. They were going to say Dan Zig. Yeah. <laughs> went over to his house for his birthday, and uh, he actually had this playlist going. Uh, this was recently. This was this past September. And this band comes on, and I'm listening to it. And I'm like, who the fuck? I'm like, this fucking band sounds great. It sounds like something like from the 90s or whatever. And uh, the name of the band is called, uh, they're called Inclantation. And uh, it reminds me of like, you know, a 90s band Chokehold and then add Disembodied to it. So it's got great sing-alongs. It's very political. Um, I dug it right away. So thank you to Dan Ter for introducing that band to me. Very pro-Trump album, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, my number three is, um, you know, th- this year a lot of like old school bands came back and made great records. Jimmy World was one of them. Uh, just a-, a bunch of bands. That was a good came- record. That was a great record. Didn't make my- the last song was killer on that. Didn't I make my top ten. But, um, yeah, the Pixies on that list uh, before. That yeah, you posted. The, my, my that full was top great ten. Record yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> but my number three is the new Sebado record. Which is uh okay, act surprised. I, I there's a song called Celebrate the Void and I always think that's the name of the album. But the Sebdo record, fantastic. Um, one of the best records that they've put out in a very long time. Um I, man, just really good songwriting. Like both singers are, are doing their thing. Like you put it on, super easy <clears throat> listening from beginning to end fantastic to see a band from the 90s that was so important and and to have lou barlow um still play with dinosaur jr and then on on his off time do fucking sebado again and put out a record this good fantastic is he still doing on a four track no it sounds it's beyond (laughs) no he's 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 past the lo-fi stuff so but that's my number three sebado now langan number two My, my number two is nick cave and the bad seeds ghost teen um yeah it was, uh, bl- just blew me away the first time i heard it i'm not i've always been hit or miss with his stuff but uh Same, like noctorama was yeah. my favorite and it's been a long time <laughs> i mean he's i mean he's made so much yeah. fucking shit it, and a lot of it's so varied and stuff like that but this one just uh it's without a cliche but like hauntingly just beautiful and uh Part the music sometimes minimalistic. The lyrics are great, and he's got—I mean, his voice is one of a kind. And uh, but the songs are fantastic. He's hitting very emotional. Like this is one of those records that I haven't heard, uh, but everyone's like throwing it in the top ten. Everyone's yeah. loving this album. Highly recommend listening to it okay. in its entirety too, like the uh-huh. whole thing through, because it's definitely got like a a feel to it. All okay. the songs. It's a full train ride yeah. if you get on. Okay. <laughs> Buy a ticket to ride. I wonder if Dan Turr put, put it on the playlist. I don't know. We got to say. Uh, I will say Dan's number one album is Beck, so that's pretty cool. The, the oh, Beck yeah, album. I saw that. Yep. But, I uh, heard that. Brian Moore, number two. I'm ashamed, but I don't care. I fucking love this record. Uh, Third Eye Blind came back with a millennial whoop record called fucking Screamer, and it's fucking sick. I know, I know, but <laughs> it's it's like- A millennial whoop record? Yeah. Like it's, it's exactly <laughs> what like, this shit, you know. It's like you know, it's all electro drums. It sounds like what the kids are listening to today, and it's Third Eye Blind doing it, and they're doing it better than some of the like contemporaries who are in their twenties. It's surprisingly fucking good because it doesn't sound anything like Third Eye Blind, but you know? because they use a contemporary sound now. Yeah. 
here's the interesting it's like, part. It's like White Snake in the 80s, like taking it up, you know? So that's that's funny that I even mentioned Beck, not knowing he was going to say that, because that's what the Beck record is. The last two Beck records are basically him incorporating these sounds yeah. that are super mm. modern and uh, like whatever pop, like, but it, when you're such a good songwriter like him or like uh, Stephen Jenkins, Jenkins, um, Beck's probably less of an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Scientology. <coughs> but, Supposedly that's not true. That's just a fucking rumor. Nah, he claims that that's left, not real. I, bet, I think he left the church. That's yeah, why. You're I confusing him with Jenna Elfman. No. Nah, nah, yeah. Well, they are pretty similar. <laughs> She's still down for the cause. I will <laughs> say Beck was banging the redhead from Days and Confused. Uh, Nicole Kibben? No. Oh, no, 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 no. That's BMX that's Bandits, goddammit. BMX Bandits, goddammit. Marissa Rabisi. Like, remember in Days of Confused? Oh, the I love, the, hair? love yeah. them redheads? Yeah. Uh, that's an interesting yeah. Red's person. My, red, yeah. my favorite color. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, so Beck was doing the same thing. Like, his last two records are very modern sounding. But it's funny when, when you take someone who's good at songwriting and super brilliant, you know, they can jump into that world. Um, and make those records like the I can't wait for you all to hear this on the playlist. Put the song Screamer on it. Okay. The title track. I will add that in there. Uh, Parker number two. Floor I think punch. I would I think I would have banged Mitch's sister before. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, who does? Yeah, she was hot. No, she was hot in, monkey motherfucker. She was hot in co- and coneheads too. She was hot in that too. I don't know, that kid's mom. She was right at die. Yeah, she's got that fucking want a girl back. like that. Jamila uh, Jolovich <laughs> in the egg chair. Oh, so hot. <laughs> Um, they, they, these two bands didn't make it, but you were talking about bands that came back. And, uh, so Saker Reich came back, yeah. really dug that album and a band that I really, Jesus, I don't think I even, so fucking, this is not your number two. No, no, no. These, these are like honorable mentions. They didn't make it, but because you brought it back to yeah, yeah. bands are coming back. Uh, listening to Jamie Josta's podcast and he's always talking about this guy, Tommy Victor with prongs. I was oh, yeah. like, you know yeah. what? Let me give it a shot. Pretty fucking good. That guy's great. It was pretty good. And so, I mean, uh, I had the honor of seeing Prong, you know, open for uh, Pantera at Nassau Coliseum. It was supposed to be Sepultura, but eh, you can't that win That dude's a, putting can't out win shit constantly. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I dug it. I really dug it. It didn't make it, but I dug it. But my number two uh, was this band called Enforced. And uh, oh, fucking killer! Yeah, records from uh, Richmond. Yeah, they uh, sound like power trip. Yes, and I actually they sound like cops. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I actually said I was just like, this is what I've been waiting for because I'm sick of waiting yeah. for this new fucking power trip whenever it's coming out. I said this does Shit the works. fucking trick right here. So uh, yep. at the walls is the album, but it's fucking killer. Parker crossover Com- coming up in like the '90s playing gigs. Did you ever play with that cop band fucking Smack Factor? No, but that's a great name. No, but I did. I did play with Death Kids. I played with Death Kids, my first band. If for the you know one listener out there, if you don't know who Death Kids are, it was a death metal band with literally three little kids, and the father was the bass player and the manager. Like Legend Twelve, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Throwback. Yeah. Uh, My number two is a record that blew my fucking skull away. Um, Baroness, Golden Mm Green. Um, this really, I know I mentioned it before, but like if thrice made a follow-up to artists in the ambulance, that wasn't called Vishu. This is what it would sound like. And well, they had a bad wipeout, right? Or something like, didn't they like have like a bad accident or something? Yeah, a couple yeah. of years ago. No, Baroness. Uh, no, Baroness. Yeah. Like, they got messed was up, right? laid up. Yeah. Well, they're solid, uh, consistent. This band. is the only album I've ever heard of theirs. And it's so fucking good. You'll like, love the um, the whole back catalog then, because they have just had well, they used to be called Destro. Go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Baroness was kind of hot though, um, but songs like uh, uh, 
tourniquet. That's my jam. Blankets yeah. of ash, like really haunting stuff. Uh, pretty harmonies, pretty melodies, and the guitars are fucking like so good. Mm. What a great goddamn album, man! Yeah. I can't wait to put this on a playlist. So, um, are we up to number one? Yeah, number one, number one, number one album of 2019 Boom. for Langan is uh, Alcest. God damn it, me too. That's a yeah, spiritual instinct. Uh, <laughs> the these guys are amazing. Um, every album they've ever put out is fucking amazing. They're they're a uh, they're just a perfect blend of uh, you know black metal ish, but shoegaze, but in it's it's hard to explain but it's 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 savage at times but it, it's got a ton of melody singer's great he's not screaming the whole fucking time and shit they're out of france i believe yeah. and um it's it's a it's not a long long it's six songs i think it was yeah, right? and a yeah. couple of them are long is that your number one too yeah yeah but uh you guys rubbing dicks under the table? <laughs> no I actually question. sent this back to Dan Turr after I stole that fucking number three, and I was just like, tell me yeah. what you think about this. He's like, yo, I dig it. So yeah. kind of like, he fucked my bloody Valentine. He fucked me, I fucked like him. Black metal, but uh, <laughs> it's great, and their whole fucking back catalog is great. Anything else you want to add to that? Uh, I found them... I didn't listen to it first on Spotify. I saw They released a video, and I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? So I click it, and I'm listening to... Uh, the the first single and uh literally the way that the song was structured it went everywhere that i wanted it to like when it fucking kicked into a fast part like my heart started going i was like like because I, I i thought that that was what was gonna happen i love it when a fucking song does that like go in the direction that you want yeah so i was fucking blown away i loved it all right cool so mar number Numero one. uno yeah <laughs> i just want to give quick uh quick honorable mentions like a lot of really great bands didn't put out albums they put out just eps or mm. one song or whatever because like i like i said in the streaming I made that separate yeah, list too <laughs> yeah I, I didn't bother to make that list but i mean soul asylum put out a killer song uh mark lanigan put out killer songs jason mm. isbell in the 400 unit like just people are just dropping Lanigan actually put out stuff. a full album yeah <laughs> the, i forget the name of it yeah, but he. Well, I'm gonna have to listen to it. Yeah, it came I out. saw like there was dribs and drabs had been coming out four songs, and then the, the he really it out. took. Yeah, he was dropping like a song. Well, my release every radar week fucking and shit, and I was didn't, just like, didn't give me the, the goods because <laughs> yeah. it was driving me crazy. I'm like, Foo Fighters put out an EP, you know, like yeah. everyone's dropping shit. But uh, my number one band is this kind of unknown band from like deep in the South Midwest. They produced their own record. They're not on a label, and now they're fucking touring with Guns N' Roses. Black called, Suit Youth? No, nah, they're called um, Dirty Honey. We didn't. We put out a record last year, not this uh, year. <laughs> but it's a band called Dirty Honey. Imagine if Greta Van Fleet weren't like corporate posers who talk with fake English accents. <laughs> it's like a real fucking band that does have those Zeppelin and like Aerosmith kind of influences, but they're fucking for real, and they're they're better. You know, they're a little older, obviously, so they have a little more practice, but they're they're solid. I heard Greta Van Fleet is actually from Shirley. Is that true? Nice. <laughs> Shirley, uh, Shirley, Michigan. Shirley, <laughs> Michigan. So, um, you know, you know who always talks about that band that you just mentioned, and not not to bring the vibe down, but Eddie Trunk. So that's why I, hmm. that's why I always avoided listening to it. Dirty Honey. Yeah. Really? Well, look, Eddie Trunk is is into Guns N' Roses, so now he must have heard they're on the road with him. Yeah. They got Shooter Jennings with them too. I mean, they're doing an eclectic shit. But at least I'll say this much. All these fucking tours coming around now, it's like Molly Crew with Def Leppard, with Poison, like, or so-and-so with, like, Rat and, like, Quiet, right? Like, Goes and Roses, at least, is bringing out new bands. At least they're mm. filling slots and helping to elevate. 
because now all these other bands don't do that shit. You know, like well, they, they, they don't want Motley Crue yelling at them. But how do you uh, feel about UFO? Yeah, <laughs> they don't want Motley Crue yelling at them when uh, Axel decides that he's gonna, you know, wait three hours in between their sets. So they they bring out. Well, they can't take out Motley Crue because Axel and Vince were gonna rent an island to fight to yeah. the death. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm still waiting for that fight. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> They're both still alive. <laughs> it can happen. Who'd win? <clears throat> that's, that's a, that's They're actually, both in look, rough shape. I love no. Axel. I, I want to be on Team Axel, and I love Vince, so that's, that's a tough one, but... Like now fighting, not back in the day. Yeah, I want, now like, now on the about. island, they're too little heavy. Little heavy. Husky. The term's husky. You know, I think uh, Axel is in better rice. shape, but anybody can murk anybody at the right moment that's if they true. catch you. So, I yeah. mean... It might be a great fight. Where where's the is the fights happening in a mud pit? Is it over a bridge of fire? It depends like he, on the, in he, the situation. Here's what I'm looking Joe at. Joe Rogan can make this happen. Here's, yeah. here's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at <laughs> at this guy Axel Rose, who is affected by everything. Like he like everything throws him off. Seems like a not ge- anymore. For like the last four years, he's been on a pretty even keel. He's gets. He has a sick regimen. He gets to the stage on time. It's like it's not dangerous. The he way arrives it used to at be. the show. He at- yeah t- attends it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, and then I'm looking at Vince Neil, who you know in in the early 2000s was on VH1 getting a soccer mom hairdo and a facelift. You know, so like these it didn't little- take man. No, nah, it, no, he it, lost all that weight. He yeah. went on celebrity. Oh, he looked great. Camp. Yeah, but I feel like Vince Neil's been through darker shit. He he might have more darkness and might go further where Axel might not. He might take, take it to the nth degree. He might to go there. Him, you know? Vince yeah. might go there. Yeah, he might go. He He's might already killed him. one person. <laughs> 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 Shout out to hey, Axel. You want to go for a ride? That's <laughs> how. He's, that's how he he's gonna murk him. <laughs> Want to go to the liquor store? <laughs> we like stuntman Mike type shit. <laughs> I don't know. We were driving and he's dead now. <laughs> we're not getting backstage for crew. It's like this much. <laughs> right but I did it once. Uh, yeah. It, it, anyway. Fish. Yeah, you did for sure. Um, and uh, and then you got hepatitis. <laughs> I, I didn't mean anybody. They weren't fucking socializing. Anyway, fuck those. Anyway, my yeah. number one. My number one. We album, digress. Well, yeah, my number one album is one of my favorite bands of all time. They came back uh, last year and they put out four songs called Kicker, and it was some of the best songs that they've ever done. And this year they put out a record called Problems, and that's the Get Up Kids. Um. You know what? What can I say about this band that I I haven't you know said? Big fan, are you? Big, yeah. <laughs> big fan, are you? Did you interview this guy yet for uh, the other podcast? Matt Pryor, we had on Rod River. Oh, really? Yeah, like that was like episode. How the fuck six. did that get past me? I don't know. I didn't make it. That was just you two. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was just me and like Parker stared at him. Yeah, I was wearing a Coalesce <laughs> shirt. That was my only. That was it. That was that? He was like Coalesce shirt, huh? I, I had like, a yeah. dub of that first record i remember it just reminds me of driving all the way out to greenport skate park which because you know back in the day there was no skating in nassau county i had to go that far and just had a a crappy dub tape that like was all fucked up with them on one side and boy says fire on the other and uh, i played that skate park with tension once yeah we played there yeah i I fucked up so bad we played in the middle of the day and i I put on sunblock and we started playing and it started melting into my fucking eyes and like i just it's like white sheen my Face was burning, and like you know, we do song into song. So I had to wait like three songs to, w- to, wipe. to wipe the, the fucking yeah. burning chemicals out of my eyes. <laughs> that was before your gorgeous beard. But too. my vision got better. There you go. Oh, there <laughs> so you maybe go. there's something to yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So yeah, that's my number one album of the year. Um. Now we could move on, and uh, I really want to talk about. Uh. I mean, did you make a top five hip hop album? Of 2019? I just did a top five. 
I did top five hip hop of the decade. I didn't do uh, the decade only. Uh, All right. So then me, me and Langan will just do this real quick. So but I, uh, I can jump in right after. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So we we um we picked both both five albums. Yeah. Yep. Of, of 2019 so which was the hardest thing it was harder than rock for me because there was like 30 was or because 6 9 was in jail obviously loaded. what the fuck are we gonna listen to <laughs> he was the whistleblower um <laughs> what what's your number five ill bill's black metal okay black uh, metal yeah oh uh, okay yeah that that was actually a re-release was it yeah that's oh, a great shit. one what and i'm gonna give it to the one i had next to it cannibal hulk okay yeah yeah uh shout out to gore because gore Represents on that shit. Oh, friend of the show. Yep, three-time guest. And uh, yeah, fucking great album. Dark beats, grimy as fuck. What more can I say? You know what you're getting with those guys, you know? For sure. Uh, my number five uh, record I can't believe that I liked as much uh, because, I don't know, Guru's dead. <laughs> so the new Gangstar album, one of the yeah. best yet. Yeah. Um. So what happened was, I'm sure everyone knows by now, but, you know, um. Guru had a partner, and his partner had all these rhymes, you know, like uh, acapella stuff that he was working on. And um, he Tupac them. What happened was, is uh, the Premier and this dude had beef, and he didn't want to release his stuff, and it was some like messy thing. But like after a while, Premier's like, you know, what do you want for for this stuff? And he was like, it was kind of blackmail, but. He's like, I don't care. He's like, I gave him money and he went away and I got the verses. And then from there, Premier made a Gangstar record that sounded like fucking Gangstar, which is insane. Yeah, it's great. You know, and, and it was their first record since Owners, which was like 2002. Yeah. Um, the beats are great. And, and it allowed them to um, allowed him to have people pay tribute to gangs. Uh, a lot to, of great to guest do, spots. A lot of great guest shit. spots for that reason. So uh, number four hip hop album of 2019. I'm not going to be able to pronounce this. Sure. But uh, I mean, he dropped mad shit with three albums this year, more maybe. DJ Muggs, uh, it's a French name. Makami. Nah, Tuez Lay something or other. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. Uh... How the fuck you say it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I love what Muggs is doing right now. He's taking so many chances. The beats are like unorthodox, but fucking so dark, man. <laughs> I mean, he last year too. He had a fire year. Like he's. He's killing it right now. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what he what happened. Maybe like he looked at his bank account after twenty years and was like, <laughs> All right, I get like you know, that maybe it just insane lasted. from the brain money yeah. fucking ran out. Like it, it just lasted because he basically puts out record like ten songs with so many people, like it seems like every month. It's crazy. Uh but that yeah. E P with fucking Mayhem Lauren. Yeah. I mean this is like what's up, DJ Khalid? <laughs> Fuck that Assad shit. I'm doing it now. He put out so much <laughs> shit this year, man. But that that was my favorite of it. But I could have went with fucking any with of any them. With any of them. Yeah. So uh my number four is somebody that worked with mugs, but I didn't pick that record. Uh it's Crime Apple. Yeah. And uh the record I don't even know how to pronounce that. It's uh, <laughs> Verdi Panem. I have no People idea. getting too fancy with the album names. <laughs> is this hip hop? Something? Yeah, is this fucking hip hop? Yeah, you're you're from Jersey. Stop <laughs> making me pronounce this stupid shit. Uh, um, so the beats on this, same thing. Very mm -hmm. dark, but it's he's very lyrical. And once you get past like the, these like moody beats, it's not for everyone. No. Some people listen to it and they'll they'll find that mug shit isn't either. No. Yeah, it's like super boring to some people. But is like, that the album with uh, D'Angelo Vickers yes. and Endermans on it? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking great is that? <sighs> so good. Man, this... uh, amazing uh, lyrical like play for sure. So number three, uh, Diabolic and Van Slice Collusion. Yeah. Um, he put out two records this year, both fucking awesome. But 
I had to pick one. I just looked at Spotify and see how which one I hearted more songs <laughs> next to. I'm like, all right, that's gonna be my choice. Yeah. But uh, Diabolics versus this year would just fucking <laughs> super lyrical. He he he's yeah. on my number ten. So with, with both albums, Hunting Station um mc just amazing like mm. really when it comes to lyrical wordplay him apathy there's certain people that are just so good at it yeah um my number three you know shout out to our 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 boy gore aka lord goat mm. uh so ill bill cannibal hulk or Stu bang is like you had at number five um great concept and it was like a nice return to form and mm. it was cool to see two guys from nonfiction back at it working and doing some stuff beyond those guys references is just yeah <laughs> so great yeah. as an old metal head too yeah you know that you never know what they're gonna drop yeah for sure um number two uh vinnie paz and tragedy Gaddafi camouflage regime um it's just savage <laughs> goon music savage yeah. goon music man yeah like I, the amount of people that, that should have gotten robbed and shot to that that album <laughs> should we'll be put that on the way home uh, <laughs> really you'll like it it's really good the whole Record bangs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, my number two is uh, Griselda. Uh, so it's basically Benny, mm-hmm. you know, Benny the Butcher, Conway the Machine, and uh, fucking West Side Gun form the three piece. Uh, they put out a record, th- their first group release, which is What Would a Sheen Do? WWCD. Um, dark. Yeah. Like this is like as close to Wu Tang from 93 as you're going to get. Mm. You know, just fucking buffalo like just drug talk like pure ignorance <laughs> love it that other benedict butcher fucking release this year was killer too but sure cracked my 15 yeah. yeah yeah fucking great number one hip-hop album of 2019 uh czar face meets Ghostface. it was my number one halfway point of yeah, this I year know. it's still my number one uh inspector dex my favorite member of the clan always was he had a great record this year too and uh yeah i didn't like that as much I like it. The Zarface, I love so much because it's it's the it's consistently the best shit he's had to rhyme over as a solo artist. Amazing, you know? amazing that he found a second life and home with them. Yeah, because I wasn't even a big fan of Seven L and Esoteric. Right. So when they got together, I was thinking like, okay, this is basically like them seeing Run the Jewels and thinking like, okay, we're gonna form this group. You know, like LP did with Killer Mike. Right, right. I wrote it off like that. Um. Especially since by that time, Wu was definitely like cooling off. And yeah. then you hear it in the production. Uh, the new record's fucking great. I, that that was on one of my lists, too. Yeah. That's the Odds Are Against Us. Yes. Yo, that song about song Burrito about. So good. <laughs> it's fucking I'm so going to go see them January 16th with uh, my, boy, my boy Billy Z. Where? Uh, they're playing Sony Hall. Oh, shit. I might yeah. have to go to that. Let's do it. That's fucking killer. But yeah, it's, uh, I can't say enough about that fucking. Well, release. just like you, my number one hip hop record was the one that I mentioned at the halfway mark. I listened to it in February. Nothing has topped it. Nem's Gorilla Monsoon mm. is the best hip hop record of the fucking year. Just that's the goon record of the year. That is the goon record of the year. Garbage is one like of my favorite tracks. Lyrical, like it's just, it's fucking great. I can't say enough about it. Like I when you know. But when we make these lists, like I know, like, you know, you, you listen to something in January, February, and you're like, okay, this is the bar. And for the next 10 months, this is the album that you have to beat. Mm-hmm. And no one topped that record. And there was a mixtape uh, 
release of his that was great this year too. Yes, With a lot of freestyles. A lot on of freestyle stuff. So, so, so basically, what Monsoon Two, I think it's yeah, called. Yeah, what a lot of these guys were doing because uh, you know Spotify and like all these streaming sites are so um, prominent now, like black metal. What happened? These are things that weren't released on digital uh, or on streaming platforms, so they, right. they started coming out. Uh, so when you look at black metal, like that came out like maybe like almost like seriously like twelve years ago, but it was the first time that they put it up on Spotify. Wow! Yeah, edit that out. <laughs> for sure. So okay, back back to earth. And we're back. And we're back. Mm. So those are our hip hop records. Uh, we'll ask Parker for his later on, <laughs> unless a new crisscross came out. Like, <laughs> gotta go crisscross, man. It's just it's just Chris now. That <laughs> that is true. There is. <laughs> Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk real quick about live shows? Yeah. So um, I know you and I have like the same number one, but anything of note, Langan, that you want to talk about? That I didn't go through a lot. Slayer, Misfits. Misfits made my fucking lifetime, so I'm good. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you guys, whatever you Everybody got. should go see a band called Wells, W-E-L-L-E-S. Uh, I they came back around New York City in February and it was an incredible show. They played Mercury and last time they played Gramercy, so it was cool to like see them in a more intimate setting. I was right up front. I was taking pictures and dropped my phone and smashed it, and I didn't give a fuck because the show was so good. I must feel like you mentioned them last time. They're consistently great. Yeah, <laughs> I might have. Very cool. Well, they came out in 2018. I we still came- haven't listened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but look, it takes a lot of things to take. You know, you, yeah. you see an advertisement on the subway for like. The herpes and go get tested. No, you got to keep reading it and wait till you're itching. You know, it is right. true. Well, it is true because like that's how I, you know, all of us process it. You know, like one day, you know, like years. Like my friend uh, would always tell me to listen to Run the Jewels. So she's like, you got to listen to this record. But to me, I'm thinking like, well, LP's last album sucked. Which one? His last album? No, which uh, Run the Jewels? I tell you, check out. Well, the first one, of course. The second one's the best. That was my number five of the decade. But. <laughs> Yeah. So, so like, like I'm saying, like it, it, it was one of those things where, like, I was such a huge LP fan. I didn't give a shit about Killer Mike, but by that time, like, they were both winding down, and I didn't mm-hmm. want to give it a chance. And then one day, like maybe a year after the record came out, I put it on, but on my own when I was ready to basically absorb it, and I was like, "Fuck!" I'm like, "How did I fuck up not listening to this thing?" And from that point on i was yeah, you got me into that killer mike is just a fantastic human being i yeah. would love to fucking hang out with that guy yeah everything that guy touches is sick i love his tv show i love everything he does <laughs> super smart like he's like the smartest guy in the room that will fuck with you <laughs> you know mm-hmm. but huge heart i would love to hang out with him seems like a cool guy i'm always in atlanta i've never seen him but yeah. you know maybe i'll get lucky never next time i've never seen him at the claremont doesn't come around <laughs> He might, be che- on there. he might be checking T.I.'s daughter's hymen just like a... <laughs> oh, man. It's brutal. You need special credentials for that shit. <laughs> Parker, what do you got for live shows? All right, so I left the house a couple times this year, which was very exciting, and uh, it was different venues every fucking show. Whoa. So, yeah, when I was Relax. making this list, I was like, my God, exhausted <laughs> over here. So uh, The downtown? No, nah, I wish, and that's right down the street. But uh, So <laughs> Vitus was the first stop. For this year, I went to go see. Uh, yeah, it's tiny, but what do you got though? So is my penis. Fucking shit happens. Wow, so I went to go see uh, this Not band. That, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'll keep it warm. It's man. on Wiki, baby. Um, went to go see this band, uh, Conjurer and Wolf King. Great fucking metal band. So I went to that. I uh, went to go see Knocked Loose at Revolution. That was like a goddamn jailbreak. Uh, it's a drummer with a nice nipple. Yeah, yeah, those guys are wild, man. Big nipples that dude has. Um, <laughs> 
I went Silver to, dollars? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Like fucking <laughs> National Geographic motherfuckers. <laughs> I went to... Uh, the, I don't know what that means, but I know exactly what yeah, that Yeah, yeah. I went to the uh, the Hatebreed 25th uh, anniversary of PlayStation. That was cool because that was fucking them, Terror, the good version of Chromags, Chromags JM, and Obituary fucking killed the show. They were the fucking best band the whole night. Uh, Earth Crisis, Brooklyn Bazaar. I went to that. I went do-rag to... or no do-rag? Oh. Carl. Uh, yeah, I think still, but he's like, he's pushing like 300 pounds now. So it's kind of just like, oh my God. Like, I don't know what that has to do with Durag. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Perbator. Uh, is that how you say Perturbator. Per- okay. Good enough. Irving <laughs> yeah. Plaza. Okay. Went to that. I wanted to go First to of that all, show. It was the ministry show, wasn't it? Is that no, what? no, that was Carpenter Brute. Oh, was, yeah. This like, is my second yeah. synth wave show. I was yeah. like, how the hell did these guys leave before fucking ministry? I did. I did. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Um, what else we got? Misfits. Misfits. Yeah, no floor punch. Misfits, MSG. That was fucking crazy. That was just on a whim. I was out fucking running around and got a free ticket, which was cool. So that was a blast. Picturing you running around getting a free yeah. ticket. Yeah. Like just like I wasn't dude, running around the block. I wasn't like, physically dude, running around. Any show you don't have a ticket to, yeah. go to anyway, because there's some motherfucker who bought four tickets and has no friends. Yeah. You can always get in. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Sometimes for free. There you yeah. go. All right. And then uh, Newfound Glory. I just went to that at the Paramount. And uh, tomorrow I'm going to my third annual Christmas show with the boys in Incendiary. Thank you. All right. Yeah, fucking three years yeah. in a row. God damn it. Real quick. Actually, the best show I saw this year, just reminded myself of it. My wife is a really big Talking Heads fan, so shout out to Rena. Went to go see David Burns' American I, Utopia on Broadway. I got to go. Blew my fucking mind. I've never seen anything like this. We like, got to we gotta talk after this because I'm supposed to buy tickets for that show, for Christmas. That's what you should do. Stalk the day you want to go. If Be flexible. Yeah. The day of, tickets do drop down like... And I would say it's better to be in the balcony than in the orchestra because you see the full view of the stage because they do wild shit. The way they utilize this theater with lights and the way they do the staging. They broke this band down. They have, it's an 11-person band. Instead of having a drummer, one guy has the snare. One guy has the kick. One wow. person has the cymbals, whatever. And so they're all mobile, and they do all this like synchronized shit to the songs. And it's like some of his solo stuff, a couple of talking head songs will definitely know. It's... An unbelievably wow. fantastic I can't believe show. There, there was another like, guy. Like, there was another guy on in the Red River uh, Facebook group, which is he, way bigger than the podcast. Will ever <laughs> for some reason, I don't think any of those people even realize we have a podcast. Definitely not. Uh, <laughs> it's the best show I've seen in years. It blows. I've seen so much it. shit. We I, were just unreal. today. Like like my girlfriend and I were talking. She's like, "Are we going to exchange gifts?" And I was like, "I don't know." Because she's leaving on Monday to Arizona, and then she's like, "Can we just go see David Byrne on Broadway instead?" I was like, let's do it. So it's funny that you mentioned that. You should. It's like balcony was like front balcony good seats for like 70 something. But if if you wait till day of. No, that's fine. You can probably get them for 40. Yeah. Because, you know, I was getting closer to the end. So maybe a little more premium. And then actually Monday I went to Carnegie Hall and saw fucking Beethoven. (laughs) That's sick. It was like the clockwork orange shit. Like the nine. Yeah. yeah. Ah. But it was funny. (laughs) The ambassador from Germany came out. To do a speech just as my gummy was kicking in, <laughs> and, like, I just, and I didn't even know, <laughs> fucking yeah, even know where the fuck listening. I was. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Like, <laughs> it was it was a pretty. I've never been in Carnegie Hall or anything. So and it was really crazy because just as it was, 
everybody was showing up late because it's all tourists and they don't like label where you're sitting really well and all these fucking people couldn't figure out where they're sitting and I'm like just so high I'm like get the fuck in your seats like, yeah. I don't know really I'm tripping out things bother me like if I'm in like a movie theater and like the show's just starting the movie and somebody still has their phone out I want to like just throw something at the back of their I fucking head so I'm like terrible. I hate it because I'm usually sitting next to her yeah. to see all these swarming people who came here to shop from Europe and like they can't figure out like they're in like D7 is like which is fucking driving me out of my mind and then this guy's like talking about German unity and shit while I'm like getting really high and I'm like I don't even know what's gonna happen wow. but shout out to that orchestra it's crazy man because they will do like this concerto this song and then they all gotta get up and move around and move their chairs and do crazy shit for seven minutes just to do another song imagine if we had to do that I don't know. It's terrible. The but drummer I can't go. kick a beat. It's exhausting. I got to go. It's funny that you mentioned it. So uh, very cool. Uh, I'll, I'll just mention a, a couple of shows that I saw that I really love that stick out in my head because I didn't really keep track of everything. The two Idols show that I saw this year, fucking mind-blowing. Like, if you ever get a chance to see Idols live, watch it because it's, it's fucking just everyone is involved. Like, I don't know what that band did to connect with so many people that everyone is engaged no one's on their like everyone's just staring at this fucking band give like a 90 like a 100 minute performance they play a lot of fucking songs they only have like two albums unreal um then the other one was the misfits at msg for sure like that was the misfits show was everything that i ever wanted of a show since i was 15 you know like watching that being a, a like just i don't know like that was that was it yeah. You know, like was it better than Chicago? No, you didn't go to Denver, right? No, that's right. That's right. I, whatever it was, that was yeah, that was it. A punk band like that of your youth playing fucking MSG. It's just it was crazy. Jerry giving the bass to the girl in the yeah, wheelchair. It was, it was a like, perfect everything night. Everything about it was, it was like yep, for sure. Like you could have rolled life and credits at the end. We could all died and be like, that was good. Yeah, it would have been like, all right, we're yeah. we're all dead now. But you know, we finally got to this point and everything's all right. So. So let's do top five movies of 2019. Uh, Langan, number five. Uh, my number five was, uh, I just saw this the other day and uh, hardly reinventing the wheel or anything like that, but I had a good time watching it, ready or not. Yeah. Um, my top ten. Fucking yeah. fun. to see that. Fun movie, great action. How great is Samara Weaving? Yeah, she was awesome. She's so hot yeah. and fun, <laughs> yeah. and like she, like she was in the Babysitter. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in that movie Mayhem, oh, yeah. made yeah. by I think Joe Lynch, who was from Long Island. He did a uh, he did a bunch of cool stuff. Let's get him on the show. I, yeah, let's do. It. I think he lives in Cali now, but <laughs> okay. um, yeah, just a no, no, fucking fun movie. Great action. Did you guys watch it? No, I haven't seen it yet. No. Yeah, it's good. It's a good popcorn flick, man. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I saw it in the theaters. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Brian Marr, number five movie of 2019? My number five. The only DC movie I've ever liked, Shazam. Okay. The fucking hero of Philadelphia. It was hysterical. <clears throat> it's really funny. I liked it a lot. On the plane? <laughs> yeah, I saw it on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> on your way to China? <laughs> no. Uh, uh, fuck, I don't remember. Either Seattle or Italy. Six Seattle. Seattle or Italy. <laughs> I can't remember. One of those. This dude's flossing on us so <laughs> no. hard. Seattle or Italy. Okay. That's fine. Parker, number five. Number five. Uh, I went into this not knowing what the hell it was about. I just knew that it was a good cast, and I knew the name of the director, and it was called The Irishman. That's all that I knew about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thought it was just going to be another 
fucking mob movie because it was, you know, you had all the, you know, the A to Z fucking mob guys. <laughs> but then when I actually got into it, I was like, oh, I was like, okay. I was like, Jimmy Hoffa. I'm like, this is cool. I was like, I was a teamster. I worked for fucking UPS. I can get down with this or whatever. The the scene at the the concrete plant, they filmed it at my, I, my and job. And when I'm watching that, I remember location, seeing ironically. that. At, well, funny enough, yeah. the ice cream shop, Hildebrand's. Yeah. Wollstone Park. Uh, that yeah, was about sh- five blocks away from where I used to live. They shot shit in Mineola. Yeah, yeah. filming my neighborhood yep. left yeah. and fuck. My whole neighborhood is like a fucking movie set every week. But they sh- a lot of the scenes with like the car garages and shit that was mm-hmm. all like right down the street from yeah. me on like Palmetto. Yeah. Cool. Um, I thought Ray Romano was fucking great. I thought his character was fucking <laughs> great. He was cracking me up in that movie. Um, it was good. Was a great no. I mean, I probably watch it again if it was on i didn't mind that it was over three hours I, i'm serious i'm serious I'm just laughing that it yeah. made your number five yeah well because going back like like i said i was into <laughs> way you much six more. movies actually yeah i think it was six a lot more tv a lot more tv for sebastian maniscalco and for fucking action bronson they were killer but like you know it was like I don't they even could know have got Sebastian out of it. I, what about Jim Norton? The fucking Don Rickles, the, the, man. the comedian. Oh, Don Rickles was yeah. The guy I know the comedian, but what part did he was did, crazy? Joe Gallo he was a yeah. fucking madman. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> hey, the fuck know. out of here! I thought the best of that movie was uh, was was uh, Pesci. Mm. He was good. Normally, he's so like over the top, yeah. and this yeah. was a real restrained yeah. character for him. Yeah, because uh, his heart meds, you know, he can't, he yeah. can't scream at people anymore. Yeah. But I did like a lot of good performance. But, I but did, that's what you get yeah. from a Scorsese movie. I did know? like Hoffa better though, mm. like Jack Nicholson, Danny DeVito, Hoffa. <laughs> well, the the worst you part know? about the Irishman, I thought, was them like dying. You know, they dye their hair black and like, oh, yeah, they, yeah, they oh, look the CGI, they're, they're the 30 years and, younger. Yeah. De Niro looks 30 years younger now. Yeah. Yeah, or whatever. Quick. Like, ridiculous. In The Irishman, there was like a scene where like uh, fucking when they're sending De Niro down to Florida to like meet up with like the guys from the Bay of Pigs. Yep. Yeah. She's like, yo, you got to meet a fairy named Ferry. That guy, Ferry, Joe Pesci played him in fucking Oliver Stone's JFK. Oh, that's funny. So he told oh, him, he sent De Niro to go meet the guy that he used to play. That's, that's pretty, pretty great. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely that. purposely, for sure. Yeah. That's funny. Um, my number five is a movie I saw in the theaters in February, and I loved it. It was, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people seem to have an issue with it. A lot of people didn't even watch it, but um, it's called Escape Room. And, uh, man, it it was one of those things where I get how people wouldn't like it but sometimes you just go see a movie I didn't like and it just movie. it just kills like i watched it and i was so goddamn entertained in that movie um fast paced uh i don't know it was tense love the ending love like the the the, the sequel setup everything about it i it was almost like james bond meets like um saw you know what what didn't you like about it i just didn't do anything for me man you saw it at home yeah in the theater, it just makes a big difference. I get that. Yeah. I hear that. So, yeah. number four movie, 2019. Uh, my number four was, uh, hmm, I go back and forth here. I, I was not blown away by the movies this year. I got to be honest with you. So, I agree. Yeah. Uh, my number four, though, would be uh, Under the Silver Lake. Oh. Which is out very early in the year, I think. So, you know, that's, that's the guy that did It Follows. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I, I like films like this just like a, a you know a crazy night in LA where LA is like a you know a 
major character of the movie and stuff like that, and it's very surreal, trippy, uh, original. Jerry Smith loves it. Yeah, it was great. I highly recommend it. And it, it went away kind of quickly. Yeah. But, um, revisit it. I got to watch it. Yeah. Mar, number four. Another superhero movie. Sorry. <laughs> I had to <laughs> do Avengers Endgame, you know. Okay. I just love mindless, romping superhero movies sometimes, you know, and it was, it was you- a lot of fun. I, I, I mean, it was not as good as the one before it, and the whole segue when they're traveling in time got boring for a bit. But at the end, like I said, a lot of the movies this year sucked, and uh, this rose to the top five because the competition was not so crazy. You know? When I watch stuff like that, which is never, but like it, um, <laughs> when I do, uh, when I do, it just looks like I'm watching like a video game. Like to a degree. Well, this one, you know, if you hadn't seen all the movies previously, it did all build to like this entire climatic thing they've been working on for 10 years. It's never been, they have been serialized movies like Planet of the Apes and whatnot that do build together, but there's never been a level of world building like this, you know? So, you know, it was like the culmination of all this time and it's just fun, you know? Yeah. If you're a fan, I'm sure it's- I hadn't seen any of them Mm -hmm. and I took my son to see it and we had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Without knowing like anything. Dude, Iron Man is fucking sick. You know, whatever. You know, know, it's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Four, Parker? Number four. uh, Well, funny enough, number four we did an episode on and that's The Dirt. So We did? Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Well, technically we did. Oh, at Rizzo's. Yeah. That's pretty funny because I didn't really think to add that. I forgot that. Yeah. It would have definitely made my- Shout out to Razzle. Yeah. Yeah. We spoke about him. We spoke (laughs) about Vince Neal. Yeah. That would have made my top five for sure. Good one. Yeah. Thanks, pal. Totally forgot. I only saw six movies this year. That's what happens when you don't leave the house and you watch I was like looking back through like, because I rate anything I watch, I rate it on IMDb, not for pretentiousness, because I don't remember what I've seen sometimes. So I'm like, what year- and I'm like, oh, I gave that a I seven, do that on that, uh, that letterbox. A lot of fours, I, got, lot I, got, of fours uh, I gave this year. <laughs> this upcoming year, I'm going to do a letterbox. Yeah. I, I Dan Terror, once again, he goes, you got to fucking do Okay, Dan. Yeah. That's it. So. Right, you guys are a cute couple. Yeah, we like it. We like it. <laughs> <laughs> we like it. Like six mentions already That's for Dan it, man. <laughs> uh, my number four is The Irishman. Mm. Um, man, w- w- what is there to say? Like, you have... Like, a lot of time on your hands. Well, I didn't want it to end. I loved it. I really, I was like, oh, three and a half hours, and it flew by because it's it's a mob movie. Um, I mean, a lot of the stuff is is weird. I, I don't really believe that Frank Sheeran killed fucking you know uh, Jimmy Hoffa or Joe Gallo for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was interesting. In that book, you know, you paint houses and all that other shit. Right. Um, but I, I was entertained, and I'm sure some of the, there's some truth in there. I did like it. Was uh Jimmy Hoffa got killed by those dudes from Nothing But Trouble with Dan Frank Aykroyd, Whaley, right? Yeah, oh, Frank <laughs> Whaley. <laughs> but um, career opportunities. There was that funny scene in the beginning where De Niro uh, goes to beat up the guy from the deli, and he is very old, I guess, in real life because he. Yeah. He looked like he was like George the Animal Steel, like yeah. hitting some. Like it, it was yeah. such a. W. I think he even like missed a kick or something. He stepped on his finger. It was like this like wrestling yeah. move, like you know where you don't like. He it's too really bad did. that kid didn't fuck his shit up. The kid from the Bronx Town Sopranos. Yeah, Lalo played, Broncato. Yo, he looked so much like he, he could have just followed De Niro through his career and just played whatever. Yo, whatever you are in this movie, I'll in be the young thing, version the of you. Version. Oh, that was his role. Well, he's probably, he's still probably in the lost his car when he was getting butt fucked on D block. You know? Yeah, exactly. He's probably still <laughs> no, he's in out jail. of jail. Actually, oh, yeah, he's yeah. out of jail. <laughs> Big uh, comeback coming. 
But um, <laughs> yeah, the cum just scraping off his face in the fucking prison. He just missed the one role he could have got. Yeah. <laughs> Guess we're not getting him on. <laughs> I know he's friends with Mike Dowd, and uh, you know we have the Mike Dowd connection. Um, but it, it, that out. you could have <laughs> you could have just done a different angle. You know, you could have done like an over the shoulder shot or something to make it look a little realistic. Um, but they, you know, he did like the long view and all of that. But they, small little things in the beginning where I was just like, yeah, that's kind of weird. But after that, like, I loved it. It's like it was fun to watch those guys work together. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I loved so, it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, whatever. I mean, the the, the criticism that, that I brought up um, was something like Netflix. People pay for a subscription, and uh, they between that and the fact that you have social media, it's just so much easier to just give that opinion. Where it's like, you know, like you, what'd you say? You wrote that thing on Facebook. You're like, I, I was folding my laundry watching the Irish. I didn't like it. It was boring. <laughs> you know. But in my head, I'm thinking like. The only people I want to hear from are the people that would have gone to the movie theaters to go see it. Sure. Whoever would have paid to go see it. You right. know, like like what Brian like mentioned about Tool. Mm-hmm. He's a Tool fan, and he didn't like that Tool record. Right. You know, that's who I want to hear from. Yeah, like, a, I'm a big Tarantino exactly. fan. Hateful Eight, they could have, you know, it was too Whoa. long. They could have cut a little bit out of it. You know, I don't know. I liked it. Relax. Didn't love Uh-oh. it. But, you know. That made my top ten Uh-oh. of the decade. Uh-oh. Please. I've got Tarantino in my top ten of the decade, but that year got edged out by something else. Okay, mm-hmm. I saw that on Christmas motherfucking day in, nice. in film with the intermission. Oh, with the intermission, so I was there. Sick. Yeah, I liked it, but yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but uh, what I'm saying is, you know, a lot of times it's just man, you you hear people who would never paid one dollar to go see The Irishman. Mm-hmm. And then they just like knock it, but it's I, it was funny. I, I think it was you. You were like, it was just so funny because you were. Did I say? As somebody, <laughs> I don't know who it was. Maybe it was somebody. Oh, that but it was like, getting a lot of hype. Also, but monsters. it was pretty funny, so yeah. I'm gonna take it. Uh-huh. But it was coming on Sorry. the back of that fake controversy when where Scorsese was talking shit about like saying like combat movies can't be high art. Meanwhile, gangster movies weren't high art until they made it high art. So anything could be high art in this society. I, mean, I was not too. You know. Yeah, I didn't know really too much of that conversation because I just didn't click onto it. Um, but I guess he was just what knocking superhero movies. Well, he was being mad that that's the big tentpole that's dragging butts into seats now, and that his movies aren't. They have to go to Netflix because they're not going to draw. But I mean, also if he made it two hours less, he could put out two of them a year and make more money, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like people would have gone to see. Maybe if it was like an hour less, they would have gone to see The Irishman. The yeah, movie theaters don't want to pick it up because if, if you show it three times a day, you make X amount of money. You can show it five times a day, you make a lot more, right? I mean, and on top of the fact that people are so annoying now, <laughs> like you got to sit in a movie theater for three and a half hours. They don't what have are the attention span? But yeah. uh, not only what are the chances one of those people in the theater aren't going to annoy you? Like it's just no, they're on grinder with the guy next to them. There's it's no fucking annoying. <laughs> <You know? laughs> meet me. Get at, away from your phone for five fucking minutes. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> meet me in the Irishman. <laughs> give me a hand job or something. <laughs> I hear you paint houses. You want to paint my face? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, whatever. Number three, Langan. Uh, once upon a time in Hollywood. Uh, I mean, what? I, I, we discussed. We had a whole episode about Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> discussing it. <laughs> yes, I don't know what else did. to say about it. No. I enjoyed it. Oh, we did. We Was did it my favorite time. Tarantino movie ever? No, but uh, it's 2019, and that's what I had to work with. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> so it made my number ten. 
Yeah. Um, and the reasoning was that it beat out things like It 2 and uh, <sighs> there was a, a couple other movies that it beat out, um, Midsommar. Um, it, the the worst, my, it's my least favorite Tarantino movie, maybe next to Django. Um, I had to give it credit. I think it's a little better than Jackie Brown. I, I actually love Jackie. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. It but I hate Leonardo DiCaprio. I think he's fucking wooden and mediocre. It bores <laughs> me. But uh, he's in two of my best of the decade I, movies. <laughs> I liked I liked him in this movie, so yeah. it must have done something for me. Yeah. So there it is, number but, three. <laughs> but you know what? It is his his worst movie is still better than so many other movies. I think it was the gangs in New York that just made me shake my head eternally about him. But anyway, yeah. But there it is, number three. Uh. Where the fuck was I? I'm sorry. Ragnarok. My, my, <laughs> that wasn't this year. No. All right, I'm off that shit. Actually, it's actually the uh, Wonder Woman. <laughs> Tolkien, the biopic of the guy who wrote Lord of the Rings. But yo, it was like Dead Poets Society. It literally had nothing. I watched it on a plane. I'm sorry. But it had nothing to do with Lord of the fucking Rings. It was actually just a, the guy. Were all your movies on a plane? Yeah, it was either <laughs> on my way to Morocco. Two or not. Two or not. Um, there was no. Uh, movies on the way to Morocco. That fucking. I was, I was going, <laughs> I was going that was to Morocco. My Morocco. wife actually got punched by a maniac on that plane. It was fucking. Yeah, we we got into a whole thing, but I and I didn't want to like kill the person because I didn't want to be held in customs in Spain. But that all right, it's not important. Anyway, um, I mean that's a great story, but God, <laughs> but the Tolkien movie was sick because it was like um. That dude was in World War One, and he was there with like his boys who fucking got like killed, and they got poison gas, and it was like fucking crazy. I wasn't expecting. I knew he he did, you know, go through the war, and it was also like he was like had this like girl that like you know society made him break up with, and he's like you know he was a brave guy. He was like fuck you, I'm gonna do what I got to do, and then he wrote books, and he was an incredibly brilliant guy who invented languages and shit. Like it was it was a cool movie, and it was done really well. It's called know? Tolkien, just yeah. his name. I want to see that. Did, yeah. he, did he invent Klingon or was that someone else? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number three. Oh, that's me. Sorry. Oh, that, you, that was your that movie? That was number yeah. three. Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah, I liked it. It was really good. <laughs> Holy it's shit. It's fucking, dude, it's a violent. What happened to the Irishman? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Pretty good. Irishman didn't make my list, dude. Oh, man. All right. All right. I saw seven movies in that. <laughs> I'm up to six, man. I'm right there with you. All right, so number three. Um, this was good. I really like this movie. It was a Shutter exclusive. I think it was a Shutter exclusive. And uh, the director helped write A Quiet Place, which I dug that movie. Nicholas Cage. I forget what. No, God damn it. Um, it's actually two. The two of them. Was it two? Yeah. Haunt. Yep. Yeah. Dug it. Um, but you know the cast was. Uh, Primarily unknown, um, was pretty fucking violent and graphic. I really dug it. Um, you know, it's not to give too much away, but it's about a bunch of kids that go to a haunted house. Penetration. Yeah, yeah. It was fucking. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. It's a great one, man. I, I dug end. it. I dug it, man. Shout and, out to Damien. Damien Maffei, who yeah. was on our podcast. What? So he was in there because when we had him talking about strangers. Strangers too. He was talking about this movie Haunt. Yes. So Eli Roth produced it, and then the guys that wrote A Quiet Place yeah. also fun movie. Out, so, uh, my number three is my favorite anthology in a very long time, probably since Chillerama. Uh, Mick Garris's a, a Nightmare Cinema. Fucking great. So five stories, five different directors. Um, the first story is the guy who made that one was of this the year. Dead. Yep. 
Oh, yeah. I feel like it was last year. No. That was great. He made One of the Dead. The second guy, uh, you know, the second story was Joe Dante. Mm -hmm. Uh, Third story was Midnight Me Train Dude. That was a cool movie. Yeah. The fourth was Hard Candy director. And then the fifth was Mick. And uh, wow, just such a great, like everything about it, like unbelievable uh, five stories. Very easy to watch. Yeah. just five masters of horror doing their thing on this thing with a wraparound that included Mickey Rourke yep. in a duster. <laughs> Interesting. Choice. Yes, I know. <laughs> that was great. Jabroni. <laughs> so uh, that's on Shutter right now, and it's fantastic. Number two, Langan. Two, I, this is a tie between uh, the Hulu's Firefest Fire documentary <laughs> yeah. and Netflix's Firefest. I can't pick one. They're both fantastic. I, I watch one, I watch the other one. I, I couldn't get thing. enough of that I story. I thought the Netflix one may have edged out the Hulu one you just a little bit. If for Amazon me. Prime made one the week after, I would have watched that shit about the same story. Yeah. We followed the story closely here at Red River Podcast yeah. News because it was it, there was just so much perfect about it. I mean the I've only never thing had I no feel sympathy bad for, for a victim more in my for, life. <laughs> the only people I felt bad for were the guys on the island that got hired to build all this shit yeah, and get yeah. paid. Other than that, Everybody got some shit that yeah. you didn't give a like. You no, know, like like everyone else, no. everyone else, everyone else, suck went, it, Chad. Every, nah. that everyone else went home to, to to just go be rich again. Yeah, and the know? dick sucking guy is. Yeah. Like, but they had to know legend. what it was like to actually have be stuck and marooned and have no food coming. They had to understand what it was like to like be at the bottom for a fucking. A rich day, guy was gonna you know? blow blow the gov- a government agent <laughs> for water, right? He was a star. I mean, uh, fu- what like I was sick. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's like working on a book deal or something because he went away. I guess fast, I'll suck but, his uh, <laughs> but I mean, God, it, it's just, it was perfect. Both you, of them. Yeah, you will not find, and that was around the time of Hidden in Plain Sight. I'm pretty sure too. Yes, it was. So, so you will not find better time for documentaries at no. that time. You just watched them, and they were so fascinating. Of this disaster, yeah. like you watch this planning, and you're thinking, <laughs> "What was this guy Billy thinking?" As it was like, no, it's amazing. It's so insane. great. Like, what was going through this guy's head? Yeah. Is he was he totally delusional, thinking like he'll pull it off somehow, or was he like just this thing that just steamrolling of wrong everything? Like, yeah, unreal. Uh, so, and, ja, and Ja Rule, Ja Rule. Yeah, well, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, pretty much perfect storm. Uh, number two movie of 2019, Brian. Yeah, so Robert Pattinson, he's having like this real like uh, fucking like uh, renaissance right now. I think he's cool. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, where's um, your other hand? <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, the movie The King with uh, Timothy Chalamet, whatever, it was actually like a more historical take on uh, like one of the lesser known Tudor Kings, whatever. It was a Netflix movie, pretty good budget for like a medieval late Renaissance, whatever type fucking movie. It was sick. I watched it in a uh, not on a plane. This wasn't like this weird apartment we were staying in in Verona, and it was like kind of haunted, and like the TV was going by itself, and it kind of added to the creepy vibe. But it was a really cool movie. Verona um, is that in Levittown? <laughs> Verona, Levittown, yes, <laughs> <That's making> sure. <laughs> but it was it was a uh, well done. It was a good like uh, I like like I like movies like Braveheart and shit like that. But I like when it actually executes historical accuracy, where like you know the things are dressed for the time they're not like in these all those movies are in these medieval castles but by like the era of like this shit they wouldn't have been most of the time they would be and they actually did it right like the one with chris pine wasn't nearly as good so this was 
way better. This was the shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm mad ignorant when it comes to shit I was like just going to say, yeah. I love history movies. So I was like all into it, and I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, Sam don't even want to know what happened last week. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Army of Darkness. That is historically correct. I think I was talking about Dunkirk on the show once, and I was just watching his eyes glaze over. <laughs> oh, I saw Dunkirk, and I was—I thought like, it fuck was history, man. How long were they flying in those planes? <laughs> yeah. It was weird that it was in three different timelines. It did like, kind of adjust to that, but like, man, uh, these guys have been funny. up here for a week, huh? That's crazy. Why did I go see Dunkirk in the theater? Maybe I went with Karen. I don't remember. Uh, I just remember you, you really like Tom I, Hardy and Killian Murphy. I just remember you telling me about history. <laughs> I, I don't care about history at all. <laughs> like at all. Like, I don't... like, what's worse, like reading or a history oh. movie? <laughs> I'd rather read because, like, when people oh, yeah, talk you, about like well, you'd history, be in jail. yeah, yeah, that would be it. I gotta, I gotta catch a bit. <laughs> you know what it is? Like, I just don't, I, I just don't find it interesting. Yeah, you know, like I don't care. Like it already happened. You know? <laughs> That's it. Like, like that. genuinely, oh, like Jesus. it did. Like I don't give a fuck. I love it. All right, uh, Parker number two. I had about drum and bass. Throw that in. Yeah, like, I had the same thing. I had more. fire, fraud, and fire. So. My favorite part was just the cheese platter pictures, just when they were doing the catering when they started tweeting about that. And the blowjob guy. <laughs> yeah, the blowjob. Or like Ja Rule on the speaker. You should get yeah. blowjob guy on the podcast. Let's do it, man. I feel like we can. Give him to recap, see what he's been doing lately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my number two, so uh, our, our buddy that we had on the show, Rob G, was working for a company called Dread. Um, so he sent me a bunch of screeners before he left the company for Fangoria. And, um, this was the best one so much so that it's my number two movie of 2019. It's called Harpoon and it, mm. it has one of the guys. Did you see that? No, I just been seeing you post about yeah. it. Not like, so, stop, I want to check it out. Yeah. One of the, oh, guy, okay. One of the guys, uh, the guy from, uh, I think uh, the actual turbo kids in the yeah, movie. So, okay. all right. So, uh, the beginning is just these, these three friends. And uh, it's a super low budget movie, but it doesn't seem like it is. It's it's mo- mainly in one setting on a boat, and uh, it's the relationship of these three friends. And the, the three of them are all kind of like terrible people. <laughs> like uh, it's always sunny yeah. type terrible, Seinfeld type funny. Uh, so like Joe Hess, yeah, like Joe Hess. <laughs> I'm rambling. I'm rambling. Yeah, oh boy. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> <laughs> He's outside somewhere. Like, Probably <laughs> touching someone's leg. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to. Um, so th- it's the relationship of these three. Um, this one dude thinks that his friend is banging his girlfriend, and that's kind of like how the story starts. Um, and they up- end up on this boat, and uh, their relationship and tensions start like coming out, and secrets start coming out. And uh, yeah, it's it's so good. It is so goddamn. It blew me away. Is that uh, streaming anywhere? Well, uh, I don't think so. But you know what I did? Movie I got, HK. I got the I got the screener, <laughs> but also like uh, whenever I can't find anything, I just go to YouTube. So YouTube has it um, for like three or four bucks. You know, uh, unless you want to go the illegal route, that's on you. For a movie like that, I super suggest to support it. Break by, the law by giving it like four <laughs> or five bucks of your money because it's really really good like it's really good 
talk it up, they can print your quote on the box yeah. when it comes oh, out. Oh, yeah. Nice. It's getting no press. It's worth four or five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Sam of the Dead says this shit will fuck your face. <laughs> it's it's getting it's getting no press. Like it's got like no fucking like likes on fucking Instagram and it's one of the best movies I've seen wow. in the last few years. Was it as good as like Downrange? Yes. I gotta right. write that down, down too. Downrange is good. Yeah, I know a guy that was in that movie. Do you? Yeah. That was really good. That's on Shutter. He was the, the, he was oh, one of the yeah? cops that got murked. This guy, Graham, I know. Shout out to Graham. That might have mm. been... No, maybe that was last year. That was really good. <laughs> that was super minimalist, too. Yeah, it was like that. It was just very much yeah. one setting. It's just one person shooting yeah. at someone for like 90 minutes. Um, but the gore, the violence... Which is basically high school in America now. Yeah. That's yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to school shooters. <laughs> uh, Lang, what's number one? Uh, Midsommar. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, uh, you artsy bastard. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, uh, it's, this guy's movie, I know, and the Hereditary was another love it or hate it <laughs> one. I liked it. I, I, I liked the way it's shot. I liked the way the film looks. I like the way this film looks a lot. And, uh, God, I don't want to fucking say the word slow burn because I'm so sick of that fucking phrase. As much as like truth to power, I hope it goes away <laughs> next year. But anyway, speak your truth. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> but uh, this I, is your I, journey. It, it's a different kind of movie. I, uh, it definitely moves very slowly at certain points, and I get it. Like, some people didn't like it, but I, I was, I was hooked. Yeah. I like. Did, did you watch it? What? Uh, no, I haven't seen it. Yet. Did you watch no, it? No, I still haven't seen it yet. Okay. Um. Yeah. Th- I like this one. This this would have been like eleven. This is the or guy who's better the, than the goat. Oh, the goat fucking no, the witch. No, 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 whatever. No, no, no. no. That, that's uh, Robert right. Eggers. Th- yeah. this goat guy fucking did... the witch sounds <laughs> fucking good. <laughs> this guy did hereditary. Black Phillip could get it. That was a good looking goat. That was the <laughs> best part of that movie. The only good. Goat. Po- the, uh, that's it was a... son of Sam with a fucking goat in like the Puritan oh. times. That's all oh, it was so bad. <laughs> I, there was a lot. People portal, love that movie. I was like, "Borderline history, what right there." Third and time. What did you watch? <laughs> so many chopping wood. That's all it was. Like, oh, the if you witch picked the worst so film of the decade, Sam, that's Sam's choice. I right think there. so. It's wow. gotta be. Yeah, there's some bad be. shit, but that's that's pretty. That goes down the. I saw this terrible horror movie though with a uh, Woodchip Massacre. No, oh, that was awesome. Jack these people, no, these people got lost in a fucking uh, pyramid and were being hunted by Anubis. It was really bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> We played a place, but like last week, school. like not like no. like in ancient times. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Did he look like Chief Woodenhead? Nice. <laughs> but uh, so Midsummer was fun. Like I, I like that. Actually, I actually enjoyed that movie better than Hereditary. Me too. Um, Definitely. Yeah, I didn't really like Hereditary. I didn't like the it end. Either. Was kind of like ugh. I thought it was okay. The end is what but took it looked, me out of it. It looked fucking. It looked great. great. How they get up in the treehouse with no head? Like how the fuck you get up those stairs? It it was just it was just <laughs> like, like yeah the ending really took me out of it. Other than that, like I was expecting it to go more of like the Baba Duke route where it was like mm. a grieving thing. And then once we got to that ending ending, I was like, what the fuck just happened? I just think uh, the the director's got a real style of a shot, and I love I love it. They they're amazing looking movies. You want people like this making movies. You yeah. want Jordan Peele making movies. Even the witch guy. Do we? You kind of do. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like Get Out is the most overrated movie. It's like the radio. Oh, that's because you're white and racist. So. <laughs> no, it's because I've seen Invasion of the Body Snatchers in the same fucking movie. Yeah. I thought Us was much better. Us was my number six. <laughs> um, Midsommar, um w- was was great. I, I loved it. So 
uh, what's your number one movie? Well, speaking of hot guys on boats with harpoons, <laughs> mm. Richard Grieco, Aquaman. Now it's yeah. got to be <laughs> Richard Grieco, Aquaman. If it looks gonna kill, baby. Yeah. Fucking uh, French teacher Booker. <laughs> now, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I think was the best thing I saw. I mean, just the idea of if the Manson family broke into the fucking the house of a guy on acid who beat the shit out of Bruce Lee, what would happen? Yeah. It's your, get your face smashed into the mantle 44 times, you know, like it was incredible, you know? I I love that revisionist thing that, that, I loved, yeah, I, that was the best part. Cause, I wasn't expecting it. You know, I was so sympathetic to, to Margot Robbie as Sharon yeah. Tate. I didn't want to see them die. I was like, no, I kind of like these people. This is like terrible, you yes. know? And it was, uh, I was glad it went that route that they fucking sexy Sadie gets fucking torched in the fucking pool. Yeah. And you know what? When I saw, when he went to go fix the roof and the blowtorch was in there, I'm like, yeah, that's going to come in later. Like, yeah. It was just one of those like plants you knew. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Any, you know, it's Tarantino is still making great, interesting films that get people talking. And in a year he drops one, it's typically it's the best event. movie of that year. Yeah, it is. An if event. it's not The Hateful Eight, you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> or Jackie Brown, which I love. No, I like Jackie Brown, not too. Not that there's anything Hateful wrong Eight. with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, we did a whole show. Yeah. Well, that, check we, episode uh, if you're interested. Oh, in yeah, we Tarantino. did a whole Tarantino. We deconstructed four rooms. Back up sick. a few. We Click did, it a few times. We did a Tarantino episode for two hours. So uh, number one, Parker. Number one was us, Jordan Peele. Cover your ears, racist. Hands, I, I said I like that yeah. one. <laughs> Hands across America. That gets me every time. Dude. Is it because there was white people in this one? <laughs> Um, I know some people hated the fucking ending. Some people liked the ending. Fucking, I, I, I hated was, all of it. I thought it was good. It was. I different. dug the whole yeah, fucking movie. Like, I'm, I I'm, dug, on, yeah. Yeah, I'm on board with thanks, you. Dude. Thanks. That's bro. right. Uh, you know. I don't know why that girl just couldn't have got out. She she went up and met the other girl there or whatever. She could have just left the whole time. She couldn't talk. Yeah. She could have walked out of that fucking thing the whole time. What I liked about us being, like I said, my number six movie. Um, it was just so fucking weird and unique and like the beginning when you when you think back to it, the VHS tapes that were there were Chud and, and a few other so things. Sick. But it was just like Chud too. But mm, Bud the Chud. The, the thing is is like those were the movies that inspired the movie that you were about to watch. Yeah, no. So like little Easter eggs like that, That's which cool. I, which I really love and I just like that you know, the, the people like that and we talked about Ari Aster and, and Robert Eggers these people get to make these movies and get wide releases. Mm-hmm. A24 does a lot of cool stuff. Sometimes it doesn't land. Sometimes it does, but it's still better than watching, like, you know, Insidious 18 mm-hmm. or, like, Paranormal or, like, whatever, like, all whatever that, they're up to. All the whack shit. So, <laughs> uh, my number one movie of 2019 is Brightburn. Mm. I thought Brightburn was fucking awesome. Is that thing going? Yeah, what? No, I just make sure. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to miss any of this we didn't magic. Get any. <laughs> uh Brightburn was fucking great. Uh, f- uh what was the director's name that did Slither? James Gunn. Mm. Man. Guardians of the Galaxy. Great fucking movie. I don't know anything about that one. I'm <laughs> I sure love it's Slither. fantastic. Slither and I think he's married to Pam from the office, maybe. Yeah, I thought yeah. Jim was married to Pam. Oh, from the oh. <laughs> in real life, uh, did you you hated Brightburn? Yeah. Okay. Did you watch Brightburn? I didn't see it. I thought it was a great concept. Fuck. I thought uh, a really great concept, and I thought it was fumbled in the execution. Really? Yeah, but a I, cool idea. I'll watch it on the way to Australia. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Are you really going to Australia? He's going to. I don't a- have my plane ticket books, but I, I want to go before. They're already stealing water down there, so it's already Mad Max. So I feel like yeah. oh, let me see it this year before like it's you don't want to go there. Yeah. 
Although I'm down for a cannibal party. <laughs> Anything's possible. Um, so Brightburn basically, like, if really what it is, it's the plot of Superman, but instead of this kid growing up to be cool and nice, he is not very nice. Right. And he has these powers, and when you make him mad, he he's a child, but he is evil, and he does some fucked up shit. And his parents are like, uh, you know, they don't want to believe it, especially right. the mom. And it was tense because you're thinking, like, what are you going to do if your son, who you found, like, you know, alien style, starts behaving like an angry teenager that could kill anyone? Um, 80, 90 minutes? Mm-hmm. Fucking great. Unreal! Like I couldn't believe how much I love this. It's movie. like the Menendez brothers from space. Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Very much. Uh, but they I just I, done whatever that kid said. They would have been straight. Yeah. This is um, just wanted a bigger allowance. That was it. This, Go rob the bank. Uh, Let's go. This is uh, up on Amazon Prime. I'm pretty sure. Oh, believe so because I did want to see that. So very good stuff. Um, okay, cool. So let's cover the decade now. Now that we got 2019 out of the way, we don't have to think about it anymore. Oh, um, let's go quickly to 2010. Give me your favorite rock album of 2010, Lyman. Uh, Enslaves. Uh, ex, ex- Give me a good Silma. one. <laughs> <laughs> Ethica Odini. Uh, what? Which it's... Uh, it's by the ethics of Odin or some shit. I don't know what the fuck it stands for. It's Norwegian, but... uh. Enslaved's one of my favorite bands. That's my favorite Enslaved album. It's melodic, black metal, uh, a lot of harmonies, a lot of stuff you don't hear on black metal. It's when they were kind of shifting away from that older sound and stuff like that. But uh, that's just, <clears throat> that's mine. Cool. Uh, let me get your uh, favorite hip hop record of 2010. Uh, Vinnie Paz, Season of the Assassin. It's mm, a good one. Uh, Vinnie Paz, just fucking savage, always. Yeah. Really not a bad album in the catalog. Pretty much. Yeah. I like when he does a lot of solo stuff. I don't, I don't know why um, it just... Yeah, I don't know. You know, like the earlier Jedi hmm. Mind Tricks stuff, like there's something in the chemistry now, considering that Jedi Mind Tricks is just basically him. Yeah. So I, I don't know the difference as to why, like the solo ones I seem to like more. Um, Give me your favorite movie of 2010. Uh, Four Lions by uh, Chris Morris. Which is like a... Uh, is Chris... that real? What's that? <laughs> By <Is> Zach Morris. <laughs> Zach Morris. <laughs> Zach Morris. Uh, Chris Morris. He's uh, He was on the It Crowd British uh, show. Um, he did a sketch comedy show, Jam. British comedian, but uh, which I recommend. Sketch Jam. comedy Jam? Uh, it's just called Jam. That's it. It's the darkest, most twisted shit. It's all over YouTube. I highly recommend it. Not enough people have seen it. But uh, this is basically... Uh, kind of an unorthodox comedy, black comedy about uh, uh, a group of Islamic terrorists. Okay. It's, it's, it's a comedy <laughs> about like all the things that go wrong when they're trying to plan their, their fucking jihad. Okay. Which was, this guy's... <laughs> it's exactly... It sounds way funnier. Exactly. It's fucking good. I And not enough people have seen it, but anyone who I've recommended... It's called Four Lions, that's the Four movie? Four Lions, yeah. Right. And, okay. uh, Am I going to get on a watch list for fucking watching this? Indeed. <laughs> you already are to be on the <laughs> yeah, show. Probably. So, right. okay. <laughs> so, Mr. Brian Marr, give me your uh, favorite... Um, album? Album of 2010. It was kind of tough because uh, The Suburbs from fucking Arcade Fire came out that year, but I had to give, it to, it. I had to, give it to High Violet 
from the national. I mean, there's there's no better record than that. Yep. Ever. <laughs> Listen, preaching to the choir. Uh, do you have a favorite hip hop record of 2010 or not? I didn't. I only did like okay. a top five. I couldn't okay. do this much chronological That's research. Fine. So let's do favorite movie of 2010. I wanted to give it to the other guys because I fucking love that movie so much. But as an objective human being, I <laughs> recognize that Inception is a better movie. It is. And it was a fucking fantastic movie. Yeah. I'm not even a big uh, Nolan fan. Like, yeah, Interstellar's all right. The bad movies are all right. But this one, I think he knocked it out of the park. For sure. Yeah. I actually like Interstellar more. Oddly, uh, I like Inner Space more. Yo, you know what? <laughs> Inner Space, great movie. Inner Space is definitely better than Interstellar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, number one album of 2010, Parker. Deftones, Diamond Eyes. I love it by far. Uh, first album with Sergio from Quicksand to come on board. Uh, I think it was their sixth studio album. Fucking Rocket Skates. It's one of those songs I could still listen to this day, and I'm fucking don't get sick of it. Guns, razors, knives. Yeah, fuck with me. Yeah, you've seen the Butcher. I love that song too. That might be my favorite uh, Deftones record. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm not even gonna ask you what your favorite hip hop record of no, 2010 is. No, uh, favorite movie of 2010? Chris Cross. We'll go with that again. <laughs> um, so my number one movie of this year started out as a trailer. When I went to go see a double feature, oh, two other movies, and it's in the M section. Good pick, and it's called Machete. <laughs> great, great fucking yeah. movie. Good nudity, but it was fake nudity. You know, if I want to see Lindsay Lohan yeah, naked, but... I want to see the real Lindsay Lohan. I want to see Michael Lohan can, naked, right? drunk in the streets, crashing cars like he used to do on Long Island. <laughs> You actually probably can see Michael Lohan naked <laughs> no. way easier than Lindsay at the moment. He hasn't committed what are you kidding like, me? He fell She's off. She's got nude stuff all over the place. <laughs> Look that shit. She did up. make that movie with she, James with Dean. With James the porn Dean. Star, yeah. She went in Playboy and shit. Yeah. But for that movie, no. for Machete, she had that body double. Shout out to Merrick. <laughs> uh, um, she gave okay. away the story after that. So my 2010 favorite album is also the National oh. High Violet, mm-hmm. and also once again the Suburbs by Arcade yeah. Fire. <laughs> yeah. Wow! I was like, man, one That's of a these great two. Record. The, the National blew me away. Like I liked the record before Boxer, but once I heard High Violet, like Blood uh, Alligator was on before Boxer. So, uh, oh, the, you like the uh, not, yeah, not yeah. the one before Boxer. You like yeah, yeah, Boxer, saying, the one before. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha, you. Gotcha. Before High Violet. Um, I heard Blood Buzz, Ohio, um, <laughs> Terrible Lie, like these sorrow. songs. Yeah, oh. Sorrow. And what, what I love about this record is the drums are so prominent. Yeah. Like that drummer is so good. And it's just like- yeah, he's on some sick mathematical shit. It's just like, like- But in a good way that it's not stupid, you know? And it's just layering. Yeah. That's what the songs are. Like they're so simple, but they're just layers. Atmospheric. Yeah. I mean, dung, 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 dung. The tones they're getting with those chords, Never topped you know? it. Yeah. Never topped it. Uh, my number one hip hop record of that year uh, was actually Das Racist. Uh, das Racist put out a record called Sit Down Man. Um, some really, really good stuff on there. Uh, but some of my favorite songs are amazing. Uh, and there's a song called Rooftop with this dude, Despot. Fuck. So goddamn good. You guys are getting it all on this playlist. <laughs> um, and my number one movie of 2010 is I Saw the Devil, which was one of my favorite movies of all time. Have you seen it? No. Yeah. Have you seen it? Fucking great. So... In the beginning of the movie, this uh, it's it's South Korean. Um, That's not the movie where Willem Dafoe blows himself, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> What's the name of that one? Let me get that. You might be thinking of Antichrist. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Oh yeah. But that movie had penetration. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, um, I saw the devil is um like uh so the first scene is this 
dude who's a serial killer murders this lady who's pregnant. Uh, her husband happens to be uh, like a special agent or some kind of like law enforcement. It's and Korean, right? South Korean, yeah. South Korean. So, um, not a big movie industry in North Korea right now. Yeah. <laughs> so the the rest of the movie, this dude goes out of his way, finds the the serial killer, and the rest of the movie, he finds him, captures him, tortures him, and lets him go, and then he does it over <laughs> and over and over, and that's how the movie goes. Yeah. Whew. So good. Holy shit! What a good movie. Um, this is definitely probably streaming. Uh. I would say like like something. I think it's on Netflix. Not yeah. 100%, but... Uh, I mean, either way, like, it, it fucking drop four yeah. bucks. It's, it's, it's amazing. Like, how how brutal is, like, the torture shit? Like, Serbian film level or, like... Nah. No, but it, it's, got, it's got some brutal yeah. shit. It's brutal. It's right. a well-written... So I'm not going to get on a list for this one either. Well-paced. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a real movie. You're not going to be able to fly anywhere. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's not like... I'm worried about my passport right now. <laughs> no. no, it's it's, it's, like it's like a thriller fucking... It's not... Yeah, if you're going to eat people in Australia, you're good. I already got, I already got <laughs> accused of wanting to defect into fucking Tunisia, so... Um, <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> All right, 2011, number one uh, rock album, Langan. Uh, rock album, Opeth Heritage. Uh, it's kind of when they made the permanent uh, switch to not playing the death metal stuff anymore and just being more of like a prog band and uh, supremely talented band, fucking Michael uh, Ackerfeld, genius. But uh, that's my rock album. Cool, cool. Uh, hip hop record. Uh, I was gonna go with this, but I feel like I have this feeling like you're gonna tell me like. That dude, that's a compilation re-release. <laughs> Heavy Metal King self-titled album. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah. wanted to check. <laughs> dude, that was out like fucking Invalid. Fifteen years Invalid. ago. Invalid. So I had a backup. But anyway, I love Heavy Metal Kings. Fucking what can I say? Bill Bill Vinny Paz. Uh, savage. Um and a lot of death metal and metal references. Uh, yep. uh number one movie of twenty eleven? Number one God, I'm still not sure. Well it's I'll go with uh, the raid. The raid. Oh wow! I forgot. Classic. The raid. I was going with raid or the beach rhymes in life. The tribe documentary. I was back and forth. There. I didn't add documentaries, but yeah. Makes sense. So, but the raid is the is my favorite action Hell movie yeah. of all time. <laughs> I had I hadn't liked an action movie since like yeah. I was younger, and that you know that generation we were in the fucking Schwarzenegger Dude, and Commando and all that shit. That and, shit. I was just insane. like insane. Yeah. yeah. It opened the door for John Wick and shit. Oh, yeah. That wouldn't exist it without it. It opened the yeah. door for yeah. John Wick and fucking the, the, the Kingsman movie. Oh. Yeah. Like certain movies it that was, it's like that's where they, they took They it. got it. It was like, I want an action movie. It just delivers like a nonstop yeah. fucking fight. And then, and then the sequel was The Empire Strikes Back crossed with The Godfather. It was like the craziest <laughs> fucking thing. One of the greatest sequels. <laughs> Late, of all later time. on, um, Netflix, you know, the, the same dudes did um, the, when the, the night comes for us. Yeah. Yo, if you didn't see that. Oh, that's that the one with the fucking, that, that weird lodge with that demon in, in it? No, no, it's the same Ooh, thing. What was that? No, I don't know what that is. The raid, the, they did a thing with like some cult thing that had like a devil. Link maybe watched it. It was fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, that was a VHS 2. All right. That was just a segment. Right. Yeah, that God, was like an anthology Please make thing. a raid 3. <laughs> um, it, but I'm telling you, if you watch the, when the Night Comes for Us, it might as well yeah. be the raid 3. Yeah. So, um, hmm. okay, cool. Uh, so Mar favorite rock record in 2011, made in a garage. The fucking Foo Fighters, Wasting Light. Love that. Yeah, record. recorded on tape, done by 
Butch Vig in a fucking garage. That's it a sounds good, great. Yeah. <laughs> Bob First Mould thing, on there. Chris Ovaselic, yeah, obviously. Bob Mould. Uh, Rosemary, yeah, great. Yeah. Florence and the Machine put out a good record that year, too. But it just wasn't as strong as the one before that. For sure. So I had to give it to the Foo Fighters. On that was that the last great Foo Fighters record. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, so that, you know what pisses me off? I had the idea for Sonic Highways. <laughs> talking to Justin about it, I was like, "Dude, like we should go record an electric with fucking Albini. We should go up. There's a guy like Jeff Martin up in Canada. I'm like, we could just do one or two songs, and it'll be fucking sick. Like, I had so this Dave, idea Dave years Grohl ago. Stole and your I, idea, I couldn't get them into to go for it like yeah. at the time. You know, oh, I don't know. You know, we got to drive. Whatever. Pussies. Dave Grohl. <laughs> That's it. Tapping into. I know. Dave Grohl fucked me. Tapping into Black Suit Youth. Uh, favorite movie of 2011. Bridesmaids. Really? I don't care. Kristen Wiig can fucking. <laughs> she's a goddess, and, yeah. and everything she does is awesome. So. Yeah, yeah, it was hysterical. Mm, it funny. was like, yeah, man, crushed. And I think 2011 was a pretty, you know, nothing really stood out to me that year. Okay, I went back to even look, and I'm like, eh, all right, all right, not bad. You know, Parker, favorite rock album of 2011. Uh, I went Earth Crisis, Neutralize the Threat. Uh, so this was produced by <laughs> the Zeus. machines are destroyed. That's it. <laughs> produced by Zeus, who did uh, he did Madball, Hatebreed, and he fought Hulk Hogan and fucking uh, over the top. Guy's right, dead. He's dead. It's in no, the end section. No holds bars. It's in the end <laughs> yeah, section, right. baby. Right. This Shit. is <laughs> fuck over the top of the arm wrestling movie. Right? Yeah, yeah. Close enough. <laughs> this is one of the uh, one was... of the first ones that they were on Central Media, and not on Victory. Um, this was also when uh, the dude from Fallout Boy started touring with them and playing drums for them. Not on the album, but touring with them uh, on the road. All right. Favorite yeah. movie of 2011? Uh, favorite movie 2011 actually got me into a whole new form of style of music because this was supposedly the quote-unquote thing that started this and the movie was called Drive. Oh, that wow. Got Good me stuff. into this whole synthwave movement and uh college was the the song that was uh the repeating song the real real human yeah. being yeah that's some good stuff yeah but this fucking movie is fucking great i mean ron perlman fucking christina Hendricks is just oh, yeah. piece of ass yeah just a piece of ass shout just, out to her titties yeah shout both, out to, <laughs> both shout, of them shout out to ryan gosling being a piece and of her ass amazing guy. acting talent let's just come on yeah, yeah well <laughs> can't have everything and brian can uh cranston from uh breaking bad also never heard of him yeah I mean, uh, from Malcolm in the Middle. He's bald. <laughs> <laughs> I know. All right. My 2011 uh, record of the year was a band that put one good record and then didn't make any other good records. I mean, they were okay. But uh, the first Yuck record, which was really great, like super, like for the, for the stuff that I grew up loving, which was like very guitar-driven indie rock, it was great. So the songs like Get Away uh, were on that record. Fantastic shit. Um, my favorite hip hop record of that year happens to be Action Bronson's Doctor Lecter. Uh, I remember first hearing Barry Horowitz or Barry Horowitz. I don't know whoever the wrestler is. Barry Horowitz. Okay, even I can answer. Barry that. Horowitz. Um, <laughs> so uh, I guess Action is a big wrestling fan, and he that was the first single that I heard. He went um, to the same yeshiva with fucking Barry Horowitz, probably. I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> no idea. I don't even know. But he pats himself on the back. That's all I know. Yep. Uh, that record is hip hop in its purest form. I absolutely love it. Uh, my number one movie of 2011 is uh, You're Next. Mm. You know, super awesome home invasion movie, uh, badass final girl, killer shit. So uh, 2012 Langan, favorite album? Um, of rock albums. I'm 
probably I'm torn between uh, Meshuggah's Kolos and uh, however you pronounce that. I was I'm, I got too much shit that's hard to pronounce. <laughs> you got to talk to Tolkien, man. I know. Such a straight. <laughs> um, Alcest uh, Le Voyages. De, 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 nice. De. Um, it's got two more words in French that I can't. Oui, pronounce. oui. Boop, boop. But, uh, that's the that's the album that got Alcest uh, like my attention with them. Definitely check that out. Mm. Um, Favorite hip hop record of 2012. Um, probably it's Paz again. God of the Serengeti. Um, I was I had a color. Twenty twelve. I didn't have like a standout favorite for that, but I, I always love Paz. I actually want to give a mention even more than that. Uh, Perter- Perturbator. I am the night. Mm. That's like the first uh, Perturbator getting into synthwave for a second. <laughs> uh, album that got me. Into, it's like the soundtrack of a, a sci fi movie from the eighties, and it's perfectly done. Um, yeah, they were pop. Synthwave was popping around that time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the limousines kicked it off because they're still the best synthwave band on the planet. And my film is uh, Moonrise Kingdom. Uh, okay, Wes Anderson, uh, big Wes Anderson fan. Love the way his films look. Is, uh, the, is that the little kid movie? Yeah, I hated it. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Saw it in the theaters. Fell asleep. Uh, I thought it, I thought it was a sweet movie, and yeah. I love the I love the cast. He always assembles and. Uh, Ed Norton and that Bruce Willis, yeah. uh, uh, Jason Schwartzman, of course. I love his, the usual his, cast, yeah, his characters, yeah. but I know it just put it, it's it's a beautiful looking movie and it's a nice story. That's sure. it. Love it. Twenty twelve, Brian Marr. Uh, best record, Mark Lanigan's uh, Blues Funeral. Uh, it's just down and fucking dirty, yeah. and it's just it's just that voice, that fucking bass hitting with that voice. Like, yeah, I mean. Yeah. I would start smoking cigarettes again just to get that fucking dried out fucking power voice he has. <laughs> guy's a sick dude, man. <laughs> Always working, too. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Uh, 2012 favorite movie? Uh, Django Unchained. You know? Okay. Fucking Tarantino puts out a movie. It fucking crushes. That's, I think, one of my... That might be my favorite Tarantino movie. That's funny because it's my least favorite. I don't really? Know yeah. Because you're a racist. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Full circle. You, did, you fucking hate Don Johnson, you piece of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he was in it. Don, Don's Johnson. Dude, I love him in Watchmen. Oh my god. I haven't seen that. Yet, no. You should. Even if you don't give a fuck about that kind of stuff, it's it's an anticlimactic. People hero thing. are rubbing their cocks to that show, so eventually after it, it is yeah. it really is that good. <laughs> they are. Oh my god. <laughs> they just are. Yeah. You wouldn't rub your cocks to Jeremy Irons being a creepy If you like the boys, which I know that you did. Oh, the yeah. boys. Boys was on my so list. Good. Yeah. That's how Me too. Watchmen's yeah. the same. You just episode Actually after. on my list, boys and Watchmen are tied. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. I have the boys are on my list. Yeah. Um so uh 2012. Deftones. Again, what a surprise. Uh how do you fucking Koi no Kwan, however the fuck you pronounce Koi it? Koi no Yoken. You guys got to get Duolingo, man. I know, man. <laughs> fucking I can't even fucking do it. Um, my, I think that's. I mean, what a great yeah, record. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that tour, I saw them at the Paramount, and they fucking, they fucking killed it. But I see them every fucking year that they come around. What else? Favorite movie? Uh, two actually tied. Um, I have four. Own them both actually. Um, so this movie, I went into. I just knew the title, and I knew it was a horror movie, and I was just like, all right, whatever. I know one of you two, I think, hates this movie, so we're gonna find out which one soon, and uh. I remember calling Cousin Mike after I left this movie, and I was just like, oh, my God, I fucking love that movie. It's not what I expected. He goes, I love that movie so much that I literally 
walked out of the theater, bought a ticket, and watched it again. And that movie's called The Cabin in the Woods. Who the fuck? <laughs> I hated it. Who did that? that was because of Mike. Because he loved it so much. That was he went slow? right back inside and watched it again. Is he half slow? <laughs> Who would do that? No, because he loved it. Because he loved it so much. I always get that yeah. confused with Cabin Fever. What's the one when the guy washes his dick with mouthwash that's, after he fucks the chair? That's Cabin that's Fever. Cabin yeah, fever. I like that one better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was my number two. My number one, though, was Dark Knight Rises. Okay. So... Christopher Nolan. Shout out yep. to Heinz Ward for making that catch. Yeah, there you go, man. <laughs> Love it. My 2012 album of the year, uh, a two-piece band called Japan Droids. Good. Oh, uh, yeah. Celebration Rock. Man, this, so this record, eight songs, and I, I've never heard two people make more noise until, obviously, Royal Blood later on. <laughs> um, Younger Us. There were so many goddamn good songs. Eight songs, but it, it was just front to back. An amazingly catchy rock record. Uh, number uh, two, which would be my uh, hip-hop record of the year. One of the best hip-hop records I've ever heard in my life. Joey Badass, 1999. Great one. Unreal. Wave, survival tactics, hard knock. Just a young kid uh, really making a fucking killer first uh, album. Uh, my favorite. I have four movies, so I'm just going to mention them quick. Uh, one of them is Maniac remake mm. mm-hmm. wow oh yeah wow great, great music um john dies at the end wow excision wow and uh compliance which oh, was yeah. how good was compliance great movie the I girl who gets the phone that. call yeah yeah true story too yeah yeah those fucking four movies 2013 best movie Langan. i uh best album best album oh, fuck another one god damn don't Ka- say Ka- it. Kavail Kavertak. Okay, good. You didn't say it. <laughs> um, I think it's like Verlitek, isn't it? Kavertak. Was that yeah, a, yeah, maybe the K is silent? Yeah. Bosnian uh, hardcore band? <laughs> nah, they're like, God, they're hard to describe, man. Fucking hard to everything, I guess. <laughs> what was that? 19, remember that song, 1985? You, you yeah, should just splash a picture. You know? But that's not how they always sound. They always yeah. sound like different shit. But uh, they they made an album called Mirror that year. And um, I, I'm into everything this band does. Uh they always sound different. They always bring something different. They rock hard. They're fucking very interesting band. Uh, rock hard. Yes. All right. Favorite uh, hip hop record hip-hop. of 2013? Uh, I was torn on this one, but um, Zarface self-titled came out that year. I'd probably have to go with uh, Static Selectors Extended Play. I had Run the Jewels 1 here, but Run the Jewels makes an appearance like every year with my top list and shit. So, uh Static's extended play. I didn't include any static because if that was the case, the he, he would have gotten everything. Uh, I'm going to accept it <laughs> <laughs> because it's a compilation. Uh, but Static Selecta is, you know, our, our, you know, this newer generation's DJ premiere for sure. Yeah, great record. Uh, number one movie of 2013. Uh, my artist, my arty side is picking Under the Skin. Okay, with uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yes, and my. Uh, just guy fun side would be uh, this is the end. <laughs> Love that fucking movie. Great movie. It's so right? fucking funny. Yeah. It, I never seen people look like they having such so much fucking fun. Yeah. Like making it, you know those I, guys. I was so jealous of Danny McBride. Like I would love to be like that with a fucking head on your head. That's always <laughs> one of the best looks for the apocalypse. Yeah, that you know? scene where he's arguing with James Franco yeah. about jerking off <laughs> in the porno mag. It's ridiculous. Is fucking yeah. 
I could watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Or just see what the chick from Harry Potter when they're like, we're not going to rape or whatever. Michael Sarah's like, like a coke addict and shit. And, <laughs> and like, Jonah Hill gets raped by Satan. Oh it's fucking God. ridiculous, It's man. ridiculous. And it's so funny. And yeah. it's, it's uh, I don't know. It's, it's if you want to check your brain at the door and just laugh your ass off, that's the fucking movie. Best rock album of 2013, Brian Marr. That was the hardest fucking year. That was like the year all the good shit came out. I mean, Pure Love put out a record. Sharks, like killer Pure bands. Pure Love, wow. They were fucking awesome. Yeah. Man, yeah. Uh, do you like the Frank Carter stuff now? Not as much. Mm. I do like it. Uh, it's be- I mean, I-, I think for me, I like Pure Love, Gallows, and then that, okay. you know? Yeah. But uh, and I'm, I, I mean, Frank Carter's a sick dude. I'm terrified of him. Yeah. He's incredible. Yeah. He's a <laughs> like, monster. I know. I've seen him in so many different situations, and he's just the command. He's almost like he has like that, like, like a vortex of power around yeah. him, like Magneto or he's something. He's about four he's foot sick. two. Yeah, but he'll kill you. Yeah. Easily. I saw him. I saw Gallows play uh, the crazy donkey, and he did the whole set from the middle of yeah. the place. Yeah. And people wouldn't go fucking near him, just yeah. go around him. Yeah. I saw him do that at Starland. Uh, I saw him on Warped Tour. He was, so they were sick. I yeah. got to say, too, that Frank Carter song, uh, Anxiety, might be my favorite song of the year. Banger. Uh, I love so it. So good. Yeah. The melody's so good. But so, anyway. But well, I had to give it to the National. Trouble will find me, you know? One of my favorite records, too. I mean, that and High Violet. Are Don't Swallow there. the Cap. Yeah, oh, dude, fucking. Shit, right? Graceless. Yeah. I Need My Girl. Yeah. Uh, so many good ones. Yeah. That, that was I Should probably... Live in Salt. Like, what the fuck even is that riff at first? I think, like, uh, what is this beat, I, you know? I think that was the last one that I loved. Yeah, same thing. So. Sleep Well Beast is all right, you know, whatever. Um, best movie of 2013? Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Mm. That movie was fucking killer, for oh, sure. Yeah. You know? Same. Because Leonardo DiCaprio raises the art form, Langan. Everything he fucking does is yeah. incredible. <laughs> I did like that movie. From this movie. Boy's Life to the Beach, he is infallible. <laughs> Best album of 2013, Parker? Best album. So uh, this band was gone. I don't know if they were ever coming back. They come back with this huge album. They come back with the tour. I the go Beatles. to see them. Close. <laughs> close. The band was called Carcass. But oh, close to the Beatles. Yeah. And the album was called Surgical Seal. Great comeback. Um, was it Psycho Circus? No. Walker, Amat, and Steera back together. Dude, nice. So sick. Um, I saw them on that tour. I think at the Best Buy Theater, I think they came through. And uh, that fucking album just wailed. They got another something else coming out soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, same thing. Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street. Um, First thing that I ever saw fucking Margot Robbie in, and I was like, my God, this fucking girl is unreal looking. Uh, I thought McConaughey's, uh, yeah, I thought, I thought that performance was very similar to, uh, Alec Baldwin's and, uh, Glengarry Glenn Ross. Like he was in it for such a short amount of time, but just commanded this fucking big presence. For sure. Um, no movies had more one liners than Glengarry Glenn Ross yeah. this day. Yeah. Like, uh, ABC. <laughs> um, so for me, rock record, uh, boy, that was tough. So it was definitely between Queens of the Stone Age, like Clockwork, which is their last masterpiece. No, uh, that Mick Ronson record was awesome. Mark Ronson? Yeah, whatever his name is. <laughs> Mick Ronson's dead. Sorry. Yeah. Mark, he was David Bowie's guitar Villains player. Is good. <laughs> I love everything they do. But Queens of the Stone Age, like Clockwork. Um and Jason Isbell put out South at uh, Eastern. Uh, Jason left the Drive By Truckers. I couldn't believe he did. Uh, I loved all his songs in Drive By Truckers, and then he he makes this record, and I was like, holy shit! I'm like, okay, I'm fine with it now. Uh, <laughs> favorite hip hop record, Run the Jewels one. Um, that is also my favorite ASAP Rocky rec- uh, record. Long live ASAP. Um, and then R.A. the Rugged Man put out 
definitely the best hip hop record of the last 10 years. Long Island in the house. Legends never die. And my favorite movie, just like everyone else, Wolf of Wall Street. So, uh, 2014 favorite album. Uh, I had three here. Uh, Triptychons, Milana, uh, Tom G. Warrior from Celtic Frost, new band, which is amazing. Um, Nothing's Guilty of Everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, my number one's Behemoth, the Satanist. Uh, the best Behemoth record. It's fucking savage, brutal, wall of sound. Uh, Hip hop, I got uh, Run the Jewels 2. I had that, or uh, Apathy's Connecticut Casual. Mm. Um, I was back and forth on those two. Apathy always I had, puts out great stuff. Always, always. man. I had Static, too, but I can't mention that, apparently. So, uh, fucking whatever with that. Uh, give it to Parker. No, thank you. Army of Pharaohs put out a couple of banger fucking compilations <laughs> that year. But, uh, yeah, uh, RTJ. Favorite movie? Uh, I could easily go. Uh, I had Grand Budapest, and I switched back and forth on these other ones. But uh, there was Raid 2 came out that year. <laughs> there you go. Probably one of the greatest sequels ever made. If you like Raid One, Raid One, they yeah. give you the same shit for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, but with but, a story. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. true. But uh, I probably Whiplash. I enjoyed a lot. Yeah, that year. straight up. Uh, yeah, you're a drummer. My number one as well. But um, what's his name? His name is escaping. J.K. Right? Simmons. J.K. Rowling. I am killing it today with the Freudian slip. First of all, J.K. Rowling's got that role. His name. His name is Schillinger. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Big comeback after getting shitted on by Beecher. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget he got shanked by, by Beecher, too. Dude, he Beecher did get killed by him eventually. Beecher shit on his face, bro. Yeah. Public. Using a weight bench. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't just hover but, uh, over him. He at least got I mean, what up. the guy, you know, you know that guy's great anyway, but this was his real chance to shine and stuff, and it's just an intense fucking movie. And if you're a music lover or a musician, yeah. it takes on another level. But that's what I got. Cool. Perfect. All right, so... Uh, 2014 Brian Marr favorite rock album alright so five years before he got cancelled fucking uh, Ryan Adams put out his self title and <laughs> pretty sick <laughs> did he get cancelled you know, he's cancelled hard Yeah, he had to fucking shelf his album and call off his fucking tour and everything I still listen to him yeah I, I mean, mean I think it's super weird he was like texting like a 14 year old dude people listen to michael jackson who sucked off children yeah you know like so yeah. whatever yeah, fucking that's... all bets are off when it comes to like what's already yeah. been done ted you know? nugent got guardian of a 16 year old from <laughs> yeah. the off the parents just elvis to marry. presley like jerry lee Lu- like jerry lewis yeah. uh, married his 13 year old cousin and yeah. then killed her right? i think it's just a matter of like fans yeah like if you're a fan like i i've never like heard someone like i'm i could listen to Gigi allen you know, like I could listen to. Yeah, he would be canceled today. Well, you got to <laughs> see. <laughs> you, there's no official jail sentence to canceling, yeah. so we have to see if Louis C.K., Kevin Spacey, who makes their appearance first. What did Kevin like, Spacey okay. do again? So it's about six. He, years. he got acquitted for like fondling a fucking waiter or something. But he's fondling people. You, you know, like, I mean, so, Cuba Gooding Jr. is in some shit right now. But when they come back, we'll know. I'm like, okay, so so it's six or eight years. You can't do shit. Yeah, and then you're gonna be accepted back. So we'll see who you know. But like fondling <laughs> is like one of those things that it's like you know frowned upon and it's shitty and you shouldn't do it. But like I can't put him in the same category as like a rapist. Yeah. No. Well, Brian Adams had two things going on. He had this thing where like he had this protege girl who's like becoming pretty famous now, and like they were like just hooking up. And he was much older and she's younger, so there's like this power dynamic thing. I can't speak to what their relationship was, but sure. that's that's one of the things. 
And then there's apparently he was like not doing like a chat roulette type thing with like an underage girl, and that's mm. different. And the feds are looking into that. So like that's who knows, that's a fuckable one because the other one you're talking about is Phoebe Bridgers. Yes. So she was she was on my number six album or seven album, which uh, she put out a record uh, with Connor Oberst. Probably thanks to Ryan Adams. Uh, better, <laughs> better Oblivion Community Center. That record's fucking awesome. So good. But was he in Bright Eyes? Yeah. yeah Man, right. those two. But this record is just so. It's just great songwriting, and she she's on there, and she did mention that stuff. But at, at the end of the day, like sometimes there's certain things that just because we have access to this information, like it's not in my business. Yeah, it's between exactly. you guys. You guys dated, you guys did whatever. Like I don't like what some guy in Michigan doesn't uh, accept your apology on some relationship you had. Like fuck you. Right. I don't give a shit. You know, Dave. He knows they were talking shit about him. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, he did. I'll, I'll fix that motherfucker. Um <laughs> uh, okay. So favorite movie of twenty fourteen? Uh Birdman. Okay. Uh great sound. Just, that was that was when you had to see in the theater, man, that like live crazy jazz. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it was fucking no. killer. Yeah. And it's on one Yeah, it's all, all one takes, yeah. I mean, that's amazing. It brought Keaton back. I mean, he, Keaton was in the other guys, he was killer, but like he yeah. really came back to form in this shit, man. That was a good movie. <laughs> Solid. Yeah. Uh, 2014 album, Parker. I did another uh, all-star band. Uh, so you got Max Cavalera. You got the fucking dude from Dillinger. You got the dude from Mastodon. And you got the dude from Converge. And the band's called Kill or Be Killed. Okay. That was pretty good. <laughs> and that was good. That was the best album in 2014. Four sickest drummers ever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't even know if they put out a second album, honestly. This, <laughs> this was the first, it, and you know, I, Wings of a Feather is a kickoff track. So, <laughs> favorite movie, twenty fourteen. Uh, so it was Whiplash, but my, I actually have my number two was uh, just kind of the same thing, like what Langan said. It's just if you want to just check your brain at the door, just mindless fucking humor. Uh, neighbors, I fucking love this oh, that movie. Was good. Seth yeah. Rogen and fucking uh, Zac Efron. I fucking laughed my fucking ass off. I like that. Watching this fucking... I mean, the scene when he fucking sits on the couch and the fucking airbag deploys and he goes flying to the fucking ceiling. I was fucking <laughs> crying my ass off laughing. Uh, for me, 2014 album, uh, one of my favorite bands of all time, uh, Against Me put out a record called Transgender Dysphoria Blues. Um, great songs. Uh, I loved White Crosses, uh, but it didn't hit me till after this record and I went back and listened to it. Uh, but th this had just some really good stuff. I, I feel like uh, by this point, Tom had turned into Laura Jane Grace, and uh, you know she was pretty upfront with a lot of the feelings that she was going through. And I, I thought it was a really cool record. Uh, favorite hip hop record would be Run the Jewels Two. Uh, just some great stuff. I mean, the fact that they get Zach De La Roca yeah. on a record. <clears throat> um, turns out I didn't. He's even coming know. back. Well, I didn't even know, but like when Raging Against the Machine was done, he uh, Zach actually went to Brooklyn to go live with LP because he said he wanted to make a record with the guy from Company Flow. And LP said that none of those songs ever came out, you know? It wasn't like one of them on the Lyricist Lounge Volume 3 or some shit? That was on the uh, the People's Party interview, right? Yes. Yeah, How good was, was that? That was a great interview, man. Uh, yeah, Talib Kweli is such a great host. He has some, sh some guests I'm not interested in, really. For sure. Like, but uh, when he's got a good one, it's yeah. a fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's interview. great. He's he's yeah. he's super good at it. So, and uh, favorite movie, I have two of them. Uh, Interstellar, just because uh, it was one of those like really big budget sci-fi type things that worked for me. I thought, 
Uh, and the other one was Starry Eyes, which was like this really atmospheric, slow burn horror movie uh, about being an actress in Hollywood, sucking the devil's dick, and then bad <laughs> things happening. <laughs> um, what a great goddamn movie. This is an actual, when people talk about slow burn, uh, this one actually had a payoff, and it's fantastic. And there's a Motley Crue song called Star Eyes, so what better than that? Oh, yeah. 2015 album of the year, Langan. Uh, enslaved in Times. Went back there. Enslaved. Nice. One of my favorite bands. Uh, ton of melody in this one. Um, this is actually when I when I gave you that song to listen to. Yeah. Of theirs, this is this this is from that album. It's okay. very melodic. Oh, okay, very, yeah. Uh, very progressive. <clears throat> um, uh, as far as hip hop albums, uh, probably Apathy's Weekend at the Cape. Um, there's a great Jedi Mind Tricks record that year. Uh, Zarface record that year, your old Droog, sure. the nicest, the, a lot of good shit. But uh, Apathy Weekend at the Cape. And movie films, uh, my runner up was uh, Safty Brothers, Heaven Knows What. Still uh, haven't seen that one. Uh, it's amazing. It, the, the story behind it's amazing. They uh, they met a girl. She uh, she was like a junkie in the streets and shit like now that. Now, the Safty Brothers are putting out that Adam Sandler movie. They made Good right. Time. Right, they had one album before this. They met this girl. One they, movie. They um, before this. Uh, you said album. Oh, did I? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, uh, Daddy Long Legs. I think the name of the movie. But anyway, they met this girl. They encourage her to write. She writes her life story. They make a movie. They cast her in it, and and got her clean as like an exchange and stuff. Great story, but and uh, heavy movie heavy. sticks with you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the lobster edged, okay. edged that out yeah. for me. Uh, <clears throat> Just a unique fucking. Uh, it, 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 it's against race. It's against lobsters. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know. Lobsters. I've, I've said it. I've talked about this movie on the show before. It's just uh, something else. Uh, 2015 album of the year, Brian Marr. Uh, the album's called Young Chasers. The band's called Circle Waves. Really cool, like bread pop band from across the pond. Was lucky I have to randomly catch them at South by Southwest, and I was like, these guys are fucking great. Great energy. And after that, they made another really good album, and then now their albums aren't as good. But that one was fucking killer. Okay. Uh, favorite album, uh, favorite movie of 2015? American Satan. No, I'm fucking kidding. <laughs> 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 See if anyone's paying attention anymore. That was a bad movie. Uh, well, from the director of Birdman comes The Revenant with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, there you go. I really? haven't seen that yet. Dude, you'll fucking like it. I will. I, I, do you want to see Leonardo watch his ass kicked by a bear? Of course I do. Yeah, there you uh, go. It's three hours, though. No. Met, Going back to the Irishman argument. But no, that. but I, I have that on DVD at home. I just haven't watched it yet. It's really, it's yeah. visually stunning. And to go from that movie to fucking that movie, it's like, mm -hmm. whoa, this guy can fucking do anything. The only reason fucking he didn't get an Oscar the next year is he didn't make a movie, you know? Mm. I was, who wins Best Picture two years in a row? I mean, the guy was fucking killer, you know? Yeah. Um. Okay, so 2015, continuing. What's your favorite album of 2015? Favorite album, Ben, that I'll always check out. Doesn't matter if it's fucking Deftones. No, no. Well, close, <laughs> close. Band that got me into hardcore VOD, and the album was Race to the Ground. Uh, is it the best work? No. <laughs> it's serious, dude. That album was so heavy; it actually made me. Tired. But it was yeah. the best rock album. It was the. It was my <laughs> best rock album of that of that year. That was a great record. Yeah, yeah. It was one of their best. Elite, like that was that had some bangers out of the later ones. Yeah, yeah. out of it the was later so ones. Brutal, though. Yeah, it was brutality, brutality. Um, the craving was my favorite song. It was very toolish. Another one, like a kind of like a negative tool thing going on right now. 
Um, Movie-wise, I actually had a fucking three-way tie for this. So my number three was... uh, I had to throw my boy fucking Bateman in there. It's a movie called The Gift, which I cannot fucking love. I cannot fucking talk about this movie enough. It was like a psychological thriller. Um, Pretty much about him and his wife. They move into a new town, and they go food shopping one day, and... Lo and behold, uh, a guy that he used to pick on when he was a little kid lives in the same town, and you could see where this goes. And Flatliners? Blah, blah, blah. Well, close enough. <laughs> Number two is Bone Tomahawk. <laughs> so, so good. Yeah, which so just, sick. Yeah, just the ending is just so fucking brutal Jeez, of that cave. movie. Oh my yeah, oh my God. God that's savage. Just, <laughs> um, Kurt Russell, probably top three favorite actors of all time for me. Um, I mean, that opening scene just with Sid Haig and David Arquette just sets the t- fucking tone. Um, we but- have the same number one for sure. Yeah. Are you sure? I love when that guy tried, he's, that guy was like going to hold them off and then he just didn't do shit. He got murked right away. That was fucking yeah. awesome. Big Short? Yep. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Big Short's my number one. <laughs> That's a great movie. Yeah. Um, Ryan Gosling, Christian Bale, Steve Carell. Um, love Ryan Gosling and the funny thing I mean you know it was definitely had some humor in it you know dark humor and stuff like that but like just the fact that the director did you know Step Brothers and Anchorman you didn't think that it was gonna you know a lot of drummer. A lot of is that right wasn't, it, wasn't that the movie we plays drums in the office oh yes yes <laughs> to Metallica right. that's right that's why I thought the tie in was with you uh, maybe but <laughs> maybe <laughs> but that was my number one alright so for me um, number one album of 2015 is a group that only has one other album in 2002. This is their second one. We waited a very long 13 years. They're called Desparacidos. Uh, the record is called Payola. Um, just great stuff. It's it's Connor Oberst again uh, from Bright Eyes and some other dude, but Connor just does the vocals. The other guy does like all the music. So good. Um, my hip hop record of the year is once again Joey Badass. He put out his first major release called Before the Money. Um, it has the song Paper Trails, which is a TJ Premier, uh, Jesus View, Big Dusty, at like number 99. Just really, really a solid front to back hip hop record. Great lyrics, great production, and uh, the last greatest thing he did. As far as the movies, I have four of them because I could not pick one because they're all so goddamn good. Um, Sicario, mm, good one. Wow, wow, is that good? Yeah. Uh, the Hateful Eight. Stop Un- at the first one with that. Yeah, Sicario. No, no. I saw the second one. That's fine. Uh, the Hateful Eight movie, amazing. The Lobster, mm-hmm. uh, and my number one. 100% one of the best movies are the final girls. Mm. Yeah. Um, wow. What a great movie. Mother daughter relationship. I remember doing a screening for the movie in Patchogue, championing the movie, talking to the director, great stuff. Uh, and that was actually the movie that kind of inspired podcasting and, and what later turned into this show. All right. 2016. Uh, Moving right along. Yeah. Um, we have three, no, it's 16. Yeah, we have three years left. 2016 uh, album of the year. Langan. Uh, I was bouncing around on this one, but uh, probably Gorgira's uh, Magma album. Uh, love those guys. Uh, I don't know how to describe them. Obviously a metal band, but uh, proggy. Um, tight as hell. Everything they make, I I like. But I try, I've tried to like not repeat people if I don't 
if I can avoid it and stuff like that and put different people in for every every year and stuff. And I haven't mentioned them yet, but uh, there was a lot of good stuff that year, but that ekes it out for me. Um, Hip hop, uh, Aesop Rocks, Impossible Kid. Yeah. Um, he's definitely not for everybody. For sure. Uh, it's got a very odd flow, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, fucking great beats on that album. Um, great stuff. But uh, maybe film. Didn't Trump get him out of jail in Sweden? <laughs> <laughs> that was him. <laughs> That's ASAP. Yeah, no. But no. Uh, my favorite film. I was there's four, but I'm not going to even mention my runners up because I guarantee you one of them is yours. Okay. So I won't even mention it. But uh, Christine, um, independent movie about uh, uh, this girl Christine Lubbock. Everybody's heard of the Bud Dwyer suicide tape, sure. the video. Well, there was this girl on uh, on TV down in Florida on news a news program, and she did the same thing on air. And uh, this was like the backstory of her like going mad and what led her to that. And uh, it was the first time I seen Rebecca Hall, the actress, got on my radar, and who's very good. And uh, not enough people saw it. Okay. Very cool. Uh, best album of 2016, Brian Marr? Uh David Bowie's Black Star. Mm. It was okay. fucking haunting and creepy and sick. And it was actually produced by this guy, Mario McNulty, who I'd been taking meetings with back in 20, 2008 or nine to produce the second Black Sea Youth record. And then just it just didn't work out, but fuck, I wish we would have. <laughs> yeah. You know, killer dude, super nice guy. I'll tell him every now and then, but uh, well, it's been a while actually. But um, best movie? Uh, well, uh, I really love the nice guys with your boyfriend, fucking Ryan Gosling, <laughs> <It's> fucking hot <laughs> man, and uh, Russell Crowe. Technically, Bateman's my boyfriend. I was just gonna oh, say this, but uh. Uh, this guy's so married. As much as I'm not into uh, men, I know. As much as I'm not into self-flagellating Christian type movies, Hacksaw Ridge was fucking sick. That was one of those. It was the most brutal fucking movies, and I think Andrew Garfield didn't get a fair shake. I think he was really great in that. You know. Okay. So I might have to lean towards that one. Uh, 26 album of the year for Parker. What a surprise! Deftones Gore (laughs) came back. Uh, A lot of people don't like this album, but I'm like a sucker for this band. You can put out like a pile of dog shit, and I'll probably listen to it. Uh, the big thing was with yeah, him, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, Chino was touring with uh, Crosses when they started the pre-production on this album. That's so, a great album, too. Yeah, so a lot of people, you know, they they said that this kind of sounds like a mix between Morrissey meets Meshuggah because he wasn't he wasn't really there for a lot of the writing process. So was, uh, the dude from Quicksand stepped in and he started doing a lot more of the writing. So. I don't know. I don't know if that's maybe that's why I like it uh, so much. This album, Jerry Cantrell does a guest spot on it. Uh, awesome Phantom guy. Bride, yeah, fucking love this album. I'm excited for the next thing. I've been seeing like uh, little dribs and drabs of studio clips. So I'm ready for the fucking new Deftones. Best album, uh, best movie of 2016. I got two. Uh, Me too. Number two was this movie that uh, I almost had a not a completely you know spot on same story happened but a similar story um about a band that plays uh a venue and then they had no clue that it was uh you know run by the white supremacist oh that's a good one <laughs> green room yeah and uh i played this club in florida called club q and we actually found out as we were packing in because we saw a bunch of people who looked very you know Similar, and then we found out that it was actually a KKK bar. They were clantastic. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, so that's my number two. My number one 
Um, fucking love this movie. Um, didn't love the ending, but you know, uh, Chris Pine, phenomenal in this. Uh, Hell or High Water. Okay. Fucking love this movie. Yeah, that's uh, good. Yeah, about two brothers, bank robbery. You know, uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Yes. Yes. Plays the sheriff. Um, love it. Okay. So, um, I'm with you. Black Star. David Bowie. Wow. Um, Unbelievable. Knowing <laughs> that he's dying and he makes this record, and there's about seven, seven or eight songs, and it's it's somebody who's never stopped growing as an artist. It's fucking out there. It's I mean, it's so everything. You know, good. <laughs> It's so fucking good. Like it, I, it blew me away how good the fucking album was. Um, my other record is "Nothing Tired of Tomorrow." Yeah, that's a fucking holy. I saw shit. them that year with AFI. Those guys do no yeah. wrong. Yeah, I mean on record anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Vinny Paz for hip hop record put out a record called "Cornerstone of the Corner Store." Mm. Killer. And now that came out. Yeah, that's a banger. That Mm. might be my favorite right there. Mm. Uh, Two movies that I have. One of them is Hell or High Water. Mm. Very good. Um, I love the ending with, with, you know, Jeff Bridges and and just like that, them having that dialogue. But a very good movie. And the other movie was a movie called Moonlight. Wow, I was wrong. Um, Moonlight is this like three part movie about this kid, I guess, coming to terms that he's gay. He's like, black kid in this like really fucked up neighborhood and um it's just really i won the oscar though yeah i think so yeah Mm. it's really good like it's really it's it's gay cowboys eating pudding like whatever (laughs) you know that thing but it it just uh oh and that the guy um who was in true detective was in it too oh marshall marshmallow right (laughs) marshmallow (laughs) yeah um just such a great movie you know like just you felt, I don't know, you just watch this dude who's just trying to avoid his feelings of what he is. Um, you know, so you, the first part is him as a little kid, then him is like, you know, a mid-20s guy, and then third is like him as like an older adult. He's so. a fantastic actor. Oh, he yeah. was so good. I can't wait to see what he brings to Blade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to yep. be interesting. He's going to bring his Blade. Huh. <laughs> 2017 album of the year. Uh, Power Trip, Nightmare Logic. Oof, good one. Um, <laughs> there's so many. I remember when Thrash and Crossover started making a comeback again and shit like that. And it was like, oh, wow, so exciting. And then all of a sudden, the market was like flooded with like fucking acts doing that shit. But then these guys just stood out. Just, yeah. The riffs are fucking fat as hell. The grooves are. These guys were the real deal. Yeah, yeah. they're great. Yeah, the stand the standout in a crowded pack. Yep. Uh, Hip hop albums. Uh, I was going between Heavy Metal Kings, Black God, uh, White Devil, White Devil, and uh, Year Old Drew Packs. Hmm. Um, Apathy put out a good one that year. Is our face as well, but um, probably Year Old Drew. Okay. Uh, he's great if you like throwback, mellower shit and stuff like that. Sounds just like Nas, which a lot of people <laughs> like. Yeah, for sure. A lot of people seem to have an issue that right. he sounds but like Nas so much. His voice sounds like that. He does have a similar flow, but it, the music's good. So yeah, whatever. I mean, what are you going to do? Yep, you know, exactly. the guy's Samoan. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for films, uh, uh, I had three different ones written down here. There was Get Out, which was a big one, uh, Good Time, Safety mm. Brothers, and um, and a little movie I just wanted to give a mention, uh, Little Hours, which is actually, I think it's streaming on Netflix still, but... Uh, it's a really unorthodox comedy uh, with 
about Christianity and other shit. John C. Riley, Fred Armisen's in it, and the trifecta of nerd girl cr- uh, crushes uh, Kate Minucci, uh, Aubrey Plaza, and Allison Brie. Nice. And they get like naked. So I gotta mm. shout that out. You know what I'm saying? Love me some Bray. Dude. That's it. Guys, heteros fuck. Aubrey Plaza is incredible. Yeah. yeah. It's my favorite it's cheese, Bray. But it's funny. Dude, Weird. in Legion, she is so awesome. Mm. Oh, my God. Um, Best album of 2017, Brian Marr. Jason Isbell in the 400 unit with the Nashville sound. Great, great record. Vampires is the most beautiful song ever written, man. It's incredible. It'll, I, it's, I mean, I sit there and I play it at home, like on guitar, and it's. Difficult to play. Difficult it's, to play. It's a lot of work to, but it's it's rewarding. Yeah, and it's just it's beautiful. It encapsulates my fucking fear of like my wife dying before me. You know? For sure. I mean, he... I don't want to get back on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, your wife lives to a hundred and yeah. gives you gives that eulogy where she brings his podcast up. <laughs> but that record. And that song, man, he's such a goddamn great Anxiety, song. Crumbling Gap. I mean, that, that, yeah. they're all crushers. I mean, yeah. Like, it's, White Man's Town. Uh, it's fucking nuts. Yeah, he's, I mean, I can't wait to see what he does. He's, I mean. He so just ma- put out a live song called Stockholm, like yesterday or something. Well, Stockholm was on Southeastern. Yeah, right, right, okay. Um, which is his best album ever. 2022, it was on my list. But um, So we have that uh, best movie besides Get Out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Twenty seventeen, we're at. Yep, Star Wars: The Last Jedi, man. There you go. I love that. I know you could say what you people obviously all the fanboys fucking lost their minds because a lot of people don't understand like the characters. Like, how could Luke do this? Like, whatever. But it got people fucking talking for better or worse, you know. And I think it did inform and influence the future to go not in the ways that was intended to. So it's, it's. I think it. It's going to be an important movie to look back on because I think it's going to end up being seen as the best of this era. And I think. it's going to be seen as a turning point where people stop listening to artists and start listening to trolls online. You know, yeah. Like it's going to, as far as the direction of where things are going, I think there's a real focus group future now because this dared to be different and inventive and interesting. And Ryan Johnson's thought they're making fucking killer movies. And I didn't see Knives Out yet. <laughs> I didn't either, but everybody says it's great. Yeah, and I'm going to try it. My my dad saw it and said it was fucking awesome. Okay. He hates everything. <laughs> oh. He only likes James Bond and fucking Crank. Those are his two favorite movies. <laughs> Yo, Crank's pretty good, though. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, 2017 album for you, Parker. Fucking Body Count Bloodlust, man. Grammy. Is that mean, the one with Talk yeah. Shit Get Shot? No, that's the one after. Uh, that's the one, yeah. Bloodlust's pretty good. Yeah. 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 Um, Grammy nominated. Max Cavalera's on it. Dave Mustaine's on it. Um, <laughs> Four greatest drummers. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't even know what to say about. It. They do a raining blood and co- uh, raining blood cover from Slayer, which is pretty great. Um, live, unfortunately, I've never seen them live. Probably never will for the next five years, but hopefully they're still around by then. I'm sure they will yeah. be. Uh, yeah, I mean, Ice T is so prolific lately. Like uh, his last hip hop album was in bed. Well, listen, he put out a record today. I started listening uh, to yeah. it. A hip hop record, fucking great. Still has it, but he released Feds in My Rear View, which was only a single, and that was one of my favorite singles of the year, which is not on the record. I don't know why, but yeah, he still sounds good. He sounds Some great. of the lyrics are a little ridiculous because you know where he's at and what he's talking about. Like, you ain't living like that. And no you know more, what's bro. funny? I don't care because yeah, he, I know, I know. You know why? If you ever listen to him interviewed, he is from that world. He's from that totally. Life. He lived it. He is a real, like, he, like, 
he gets, you know, he was fucking from that world. Yeah. He's an older guy now. So, you know, yeah, when, you, you know, you know and good for you, you know, yeah, but yeah. it's just, you know. Yeah. You're not pimping anymore, you know. No, but I I, I love it. You know what? I'm just, I'm ignorant. Good, good beats on. I'm ignorant. Shit. I'm good beats. I'm, I'm ignorant. I love it. Um, Shout out to Coco. Like Parker likes beatdown. Parker loves beatdown hardcore. I I like ignorant hip hop. That's that, man. <laughs> uh, number one movie of 2017. Uh, my number two was Good Time, but then my number one was actually Mother. Mother, yeah. Mother's great. Yeah. No, it isn't. How the yeah. fuck? That movie's fucking Yo, horrible. I'm changing my shit. Okay. Mother's my number one. I Sorry? didn't even. How did I miss that? Mother's. I my changed n- my list so many goddamn times. <laughs> Mother's on my list. Okay. So you guys love that Jesus shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I didn't really. The allegory didn't matter to me. No. It didn't. It didn't uh, matter to me. So number one album for me is uh, a record that I got into a lot this year and last year. Idols, brutalism. Um, also Beck put out colors, which was one of his best records. Just those two records were fucking so good. Hip hop record, um, heavy metal Kings number two with our buddy Lord Gore fucking featured a lot in there. Um, but also, uh, mayhem Loren, uh, put out goat, Lord goat, uh, mayhem Loren put out, uh, Piato de Oro. Um, that was absolutely my favorite hip hop record of that year. Just beats rhymes just killer um as far as movies for 2017 um i really loved uh, obviously get out but everyone's gonna say that so i'm not gonna say that um so i'm gonna add killing of a sacred deer Mm. i thought killing of a sacred deer and mother were two of the most unique awesome movies um i watched mother and mother gave me anxiety yep like it gave me anxiety Did you ever have a party at your house that's what it's like. So you can't have fun. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. No, then I haven't. <laughs> I never have. I yeah, genuinely yeah, it made you feel something. Man. No, it no. made me feel something, mm-hmm. just like the killing of a sacred deer did. That is by the director of the lobster as well. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That fucking kid is like that the kid. all led all time creep. Oh yeah. I yep. wanted to kill that kid. Oh my god. I wanted to kill him. Yeah. And and what the killing of a sacred deer means like in in like those those like greek terms or whatever like yeah. i read up on it mm-hmm. and it was like the sacrifice thing and it's like eye for an eye and that's what it was and when you really break down like that movie uh it's heavy yeah it's heavy and and how it ends it's fucking really good he was the kid in uh we need dunkirk. to talk about kevin too right he was in dunkirk right i didn't i didn't know about i that. think he was in that yeah. and if he was that's another creepy kid movie but anyway yeah i forgot about that movie yeah. that'd be great uh, and yeah, so Mother and Killing of a Sacred Deer for me, and now we made it to the last year. We covered all 10 fucking years. Wow. Let's not suck each other's dicks yet, man. We got, <laughs> we got one more to go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 2018, which if you remember, was just last year. Okay? So uh, number one album of, of last year, 2018. Uh, My rock album is Nothing's Dance on the Blacktop. Uh, fantastic. Uh, Hip hop, uh, apathy's widow's son, best. Um, and film, I'm t- uh, t- is a tie for me between Death of Stalin, which not enough people saw that. Shit I want to see that. I heard it was so hysterical. good. If you like the show Veep, it's uh, it's it it the dialogue just snaps, man. It's fucking, it's fantastic. It's hilarious. But anyway, and uh, my number one though is uh, First Reformed. Uh, oh yeah, with, with Ethan, Ethan Hawke. Hawk. Yeah, uh, that's a twenty four. That's another movie mm-hmm. that's very heavy. Yeah, and stays with you a lot to think about. And 
don't think enough people saw that either. But anyway. Yeah. No, but the people that did loved it. That, that was It's so good, and he's fantastic in it. Uh, number one album of 2018, Brian? Bring it up again, Wells. Fucking white trees and white... Blah, red trees and white trashes. I know I'm blowing these guys so hard my shit is white, but they're fucking awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, literally, if, like, Jeremy Enig and John Lennon had a fucking baby that could fucking, like, shred and crush it and write awesome songs, man. I can't say enough about this fucking record, man. It's fucking killer. All right, and uh, number one movie? Black Klansman. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah. And Denzel's son. I love yeah. to see the, the yeah. next generation get in there. Him and fucking Kylo Ren. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Who was also in a good movie this year and a bad one because fucking that Dead Don't Die was not good. I didn't see Marriage Story, if that's what you're going to talk about. No, I said The Dead Don't Die. Okay. Which is basically a Sturgill Simpson commercial with zombies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so brings us to Parker. 2018, what Deftones record came I out? I was about to say, I had to pick fucking somebody else, man, because I didn't fucking release anything. So I had to go with another one of my favorite bands. Floor Punch? Al- no, oh. Alice in Chains, Rainier Fog. So this was their sixth album, the third with, uh, you know, the singer William Duval. And uh, this was actually the first I was reading up on this. This was the first album that I actually went back to Seattle uh, to record. First time in 22 years that they record in Seattle doing this. Did they record it on Mount Rainier in the fog? No. Well, you know, I don't know if it got that extreme, but, you know. (laughs) Uh, Favorite movie of 2018? Uh, number two was actually, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, but my number one movie I got from the library, shout out to the library, and I watched, get your card, and I watched (laughs) this again, and I watched this again recently, and I was just like, holy fucking God, is this movie good, and it is called Upgrade. Oh, Oh, so good. Yeah. Yeah, that movie is bananas. You know, we mentioned it a lot, uh, definitely made my top five last year, but, I've never seen, or it's been a minute since I've seen a movie use a tiny budget to make it look yep. so big. Yeah. How did they use that budget? It all to went make... to that car. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, I have Alkaline Trio, Is This Thing Cursed, number one album, as well as Idols, Joy is an Active Resistance. Both of those records are unbelievable. Hip-hop records for me, uh, last year I had Evidence with Whether or Not. Mm. And Mayhem Loren and DJ Muggs with Frozen Angels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. the Alkaline record, though, it's good songs, but you don't find like that mix to be like jarringly weird. No. It's so like thin and tinny. I don't know. Um, like, you can't crank it. I, yeah, I don't know. I I don't have a good ear like that. Like, I don't. I put Does on. It, you don't notice that it feels like needles going through your cochlea? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, for 2018 Best Movie, I have two of them. One which I discussed last year called uh, When We First Met, which is uh, Adam Devine and Alexandra Daddario. I love her. But (sighs) they made this movie, and it's just one of the smartest romantic comedies I've ever seen. Um, You never saw it, I guess. No, I only seen her in True Detective, but I'll go watch this. Um, So, yeah, it's... And on Instagram every day. It's... (laughs) You never saw this either? No. You never saw this? That's so good. What was it called? When we first met. So this guy um, meets this girl and they go on a date and it doesn't turn out well. Um, And he's kind of bummed about it. So somehow along the way, he finds a time machine and he wakes up and does it again. So he's like, okay, maybe she likes this. So he keeps trying different 
ways, but he keeps waking up and like he's confused as to where he is. And every time he goes through the time machine, something different happens in time that, that he does. So he's like, okay, maybe I'm supposed to date her friend. Maybe I'm sp-. like, it's so fucking good that by the time you get to the end, you're like, this is one of the smartest movies that on the surface looks like a dumb romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. Wow. It sounds like Russian Doll, but without the death. I guess so. Um, that was a great show if you never watched it. No, 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 I haven't. But I, I know exactly what it is. Uh, but the, another movie that I watched on Hulu, which really is my number one movie. I don't know. It's a cross between those two. Hearts Beat Loud. Um, so that's Nick Offerman from, I guess, that show Parks and Rec. Yep. Yeah. Um, so he has a daughter. And uh, they live in Brooklyn and, you know, he's trying to like have this relationship with her and they're both musicians. And uh, so one day he decides to write a song with her. um, And the soundtrack to this movie is amazing. Um, So this song ends up on a Spotify playlist and they start getting popular. And he's like, oh, my God. He's like, you know, he's trying to connect with her because she's moving to college and he's still trying to hold on to this thing. He's he's got a bar in Red Hook. Um, it's just basically a movie about, you know, him trying to keep this relationship with his daughter, um, you know, through playing music, uh, before she moves away. And then he's, you know, you know, hard at luck and all this, uh, hard at love and all this other stuff. But it's, wow, it's such a good movie and it's on a Hulu and everyone should watch it. So good. Um, okay, that's it. So we made it through the decade. Um, this is going to be one hell of a playlist. Uh, hopefully the people that listen to this stuff, uh, listen through the years and and they pick out the stuff that they maybe meant to watch, didn't get a chance to. Um, and that's why we do these year end things. So, um, so we're going to close it out with, um, you know, I asked everyone to kind of pick the five, uh, TV shows, whether it be Netflix or TV, like whatever it is, the five best shows that you remember of the last 10 years. Um, so let's do number uh, five with you. Uh, number five for me is uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead. <laughs> uh, great movie. It was more than I expected. And uh, uh did disappoint. After all those years, I didn't know what I was going to get. And man, you know, yeah. they're right in the wheelhouse. They knocked it out of the park. I agree. You got his head in a guy's asshole. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, in his asshole with a dick on his neck. Like, <laughs> it's just amazing. Yeah. Number five. Quick shit. Well, didn't make my top five, but I want to give a shout out to the Wu Tang fucking. Uh, oh yeah, the docu series. Uh, Not yeah. the docu one. Oh, the, the fucking, Hulu one. The Hulu one. So good. Was fucking killer. Hell yeah. And so. on on YouTube, hot ones. Fucking best. Yeah. Show oh, there you go. That's nice. shit. Well, while they eat fucking hot wings, it's yeah. fucking killer. But my number five is the Peaky Blinders. Okay. Mm. Fucking cool. sickest gangster show ever. All right. Uh, number five, Parker. Uh, Parks and Rex. Actually, funny enough, you just mentioned uh, Nick Offerman. Uh, big fan of The Office. This is very similarly shot, like The Office is. Um, takes place in a government building. Quote, you know, not to say too much i have a government job so i know what some of the stupidity is dealing with you know co-workers and homework uh you know homeowners and stuff like that joe has joe, well, joe that's a whole nother story um but it gets really good when rob uh when rob Lowe and adam scott come onto the show that's around season i believe five um and then you got my girl rashida jones who's just smoke hot as hell yeah 
So and Aubrey Plaza too. Um, a newer show that I'm going to give an honorable mention to because it didn't make my top five. But the boys, I don't like superhero stuff. It doesn't hold my interest. This show, wow, crazy, yep. <laughs> just like unbelievably good. Uh, the guy from uh, you know, uh, I. Mark Martin, sorry, I don't know, whatever his name is from uh, the the show Banshee was crazy, but anyway, my number five is also Ash vs the Evil Dead. Um, if you love the movies, this movie, this show excelled. All the seasons, every episode, the casting, the violence, the gore, um, the fact that they went back to the house and somehow intertwined with um, the movie. You know, they 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 jumped into that timeline. Um, unfucking real. Uh, the show ended, I think, after three seasons or four seasons. Um, it doesn't matter. You could watch those. You could watch those on, on a loop, and they're still entertaining every single time. So, number four, Langan. Uh, this is actually four point five because I just realized I totally forgot it. It's right in the middle there. Uh, <laughs> Boardwalk Empire. Mm. Oh wow. Uh, which started off at first Was time. That I really within the last ten. 2010 it debuted and and went five seasons i think um but i it started off a little slow i wasn't like really into it i stayed with it and uh just great performances great look to it buscemi amazing Uh, i can't say enough about it but uh i will go num my number four would be uh fargo Mm. um Another one, I didn't know what they were going to do with this. The movie came out a billion years ago. I don't even know how long ago. What were they going to do? But these little sub-stories in this weird kind of town, you know what I mean? Uh, Just so well-written, well-performed. And Billy Bob Thornton as the villain in the first season is epic, legendarily bad. You betcha. Yeah. (laughs) Number four, Brian Meyer. A uh, three-way tie between Watchmen, The Boys, and Silicon Valley. Nice, all gems. Silicon Valley is great. I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> you, see, you don't watch Silicon Valley? <laughs> no, my, girl, my girlfriend does. Yeah. So good. Yeah, no. my girlfriend does. Um, sometimes she watches stuff without me, and you know, like when you you live with someone and they start it without you, it's like, well, you know, I'm not gonna watch episode four now. So, right. Yeah. I- you know, I'm missing out on all the British murder mysteries my wife watches. <laughs> Hello. She's, she's watched so Hello, many of them that she's moved on to Murder, She Wrote at this point. Nice. <laughs> Number four, Parker. So this actually started 2008, but it goes into 2014, uh, Sons of Anarchy, which I absolutely loved. Um, I actually didn't no, start. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Terrible. Did you watch The Lions? No, it's I better. Didn't. Is it? Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I don't know. It doesn't jump the shark as much as okay. Sons of Anarchy. I'll try it. <laughs> what about Jack Teller? Pretty racist. Ass. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, you can't watch a Hispanic uh, motorcycle game. Nah, I'm racist. Come on. <laughs> um, Peg Bundy still looking hot. You know, Danny Trejo. She's in the mines. Is she? All right, maybe I won't try. Dude, they so. shoehorn everything. They yeah. shoehorn everything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. So Sons of Anarchy for me. For you. Um. I'm going to go with uh, Escape at Danamora, which was recently... I still haven't watched it. Oh, that was good. Wow. Uh, okay. Now both of you guys love yeah. it. That yeah. chick's up for parole, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so. The real one. Yeah. So this is one of two times that uh, Patricia Arquette makes it to my top five TV shows. Nice. Um, this was on Showtime, and it was just about the, the prison break, and there was like eight episodes, and the way Ben Stiller directed it. Um, very good. Just a great story. Uh, Paul Dano, um, from was he in Whiplash? I feel like he was. No, 
Oh no, that was Miles. He was so a, but mean, he was in Let There Be Blood. blood yeah, there were a little, little bit of sunshine, yeah, yeah, yeah. a bunch of shit. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and Benicio del Toro, mm-hmm. also in there. Uh, just great. I mean, you know, prison escaping, uh, prison guard, super entertaining. Just one, you know, it's one of those things that now what you can do with TV episodic type things is you could tell a long form story like that. Sure. It's an eight hour movie, basically. Yeah. You got time to really you have time to really spread it out, develop and and do this stuff. So number three, uh, this is probably your number one, Sam. But Game of Thrones, <laughs> um, it would have been that that easily could have been the running for number one for me. But until it just <laughs> fe- it fell off like a bi- at the end and abysmally. I mean, I was so into that show at the beginning, and it just let me down, so that's why it slides down a little bit. But that's my shit. I like fucking Lord of the Rings. I like fucking, you know, swords. Pig's feet. Yeah. Man of War. Not, oh, there you go. <laughs> Loincloth. Wow. Magic, whatever. Uh, it's a great show. I don't know. People that say milady. A yeah. few people like it, you know? Seem pretty popular. But then, anyway. Number three, number three, Brian Mark. Black Mirror. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know why that didn't make it on my... Oh, God. all right, never mind. And I still, like, there's, like, actually... A, I didn't see, like, a few of the episodes, too, but the ones I've seen, they're all fucking incredible. San Junipero is one of the greatest things ever. I mean, you saw that one, right? Which one was that? That's the only one that I have seen. <laughs> it's the, that one? the one with the two girls. I don't know. I came into it a little bit later, so I have to catch up on the first two we got, seasons. We gotta but, talk. Yeah. San no. Junipero is one of the greatest things ever made. Like, that's... Really? It won an Emmy. Okay. Oh, um, number three, Parker. So two seasons are done on this. I'm still waiting for the third, but uh, Cobra Kai. I always talk about this fucking show uh, on the on the podcast. That was the only reason why I originally got YouTube Red, but now this is all going to uh, episodes of YouTube. That um, show is better than it has any right to be. Yeah. Like I never. Uh, I was like, what are they gonna do or whatever? But I was like, this is great, and it's great because yeah. every episode I start thinking about you know. You can't even just base it to the to the one movie, the first movie, because they're taking stuff from like all of them, like yeah. going on to like like I'm waiting for like Hillary Swank to fucking come in pretty soon. Oh yeah. my god! Because you know? <laughs> I wouldn't fucking put it past them. But every <laughs> idea that I get in my mind, I'm just like, man, it'd be fucking great if they do this. And it then makes they me fuck, want... and then they do it. Does I, Chosen come back? I want. Them, I'm not. I'm not I want gonna... them to take <laughs> like every classic '80s movie and have what what were they now? What became yeah. of them? Like no. do a Breakfast Club one. Let's see what no. <laughs> it sucks. The body bag. Bender's dead, probably though. dead, but no. did I, no. did anyone break a bonsai tree? <laughs> no, that not yet. But... You want to be bad in LA? Yeah. Snakes I, I think be bad. The, um, <laughs> the Alley Girl's coming back. It seems like they're leading up to that. Well, now of... that she's passed on in the boys show, she can. Oh, that was her. Ah. Would have got her face melted. Ah. Oh, nice. So, Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Ah. Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. yeah. So, so now she can come back. Uh, um. <laughs> anyway, my number three is a show called Love. It's on Netflix. There's three seasons. Uh, Gillian Jacobs is in it. Paul Rust. Uh, Jada Apatow. Uh, just a show that's super relatable. Uh, it's about life and couples and relationships, people in their 30s. And uh, it's, you know, number three of my favorite shows of the decade. So that should be enough right there. It's on Netflix. Fantastic. Number two, Langan? Uh, Veep. Okay. Um, it's, uh, I think it's one of the best written comedies I've ever seen. Uh, well acted, great cast. Uh, 
you've never seen insult comedy to its its tea like the way these people tee off on each other and it just i don't know it fucking pops everything they say it's got a rhythm to it and and none of the see i don't know how many seasons i ended up going i want to say six but never a let down yeah i mean she it seems to be a show that people love she I, got I hotter yeah anna klumsky hotter anna klumsky <laughs> Veda Sultan first. The B girl. <laughs> Shout out to my girl. Yeah. No, Julia, I thought she died. She did. Fucking beast thing. No, yeah. McCoy Culkin died from the beast thing. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're, the, you're the nostalgia lord. You should know uh, that. I'm sorry. Come on. Macaulay, <laughs> fucking Klumsky, whatever. <laughs> yeah. McCoy Culkin turned into his brother. <laughs> uh, number two, Brian Ma. I want to say honorable mention to this show, Dairy Girls. That would be my 2.5. It's on Netflix. It's about these. That's my wife's favorite it's show. It's yeah. fucking hysterical. Again, it's like, it's different from Veep because they're like teenagers, whatever, but they're just brutal, terrible people. It's like mm-hmm. it's always sunny in Ireland during the Troubles mm-hmm. with the teenage girls in Catholic school and the fucking, yeah. the nun teachers. It's fucking unbelievably funny. But I, number two is The Mandalorian. It's fucking sick. I, I don't know if you guys have Disney that. Plus, but it's better than any Star Wars movie since the prequels, definitely. It's solid. It's what you want. It's a fucking space western samurai thing. It's half hour episodes. Fucking Bill Burr's in it. I was just oh. gonna, I was <laughs> just gonna say that. Mm. Number two, Brian Parker. Number two. So when this fucking show first came out, I'm just like, uh, how good can this be? You know, there's been better seasons than others. I think it's on the ninth season now. I actually haven't even started this season yet. I've been waiting for. I think it's Deftones. So, no, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, Walking Dead. <laughs> I haven't watched this season yet. I feel like I'm always sticking up for this fucking show because I'm just like it's a fucking zombie. Hey show. man, if you like it, you like it. Yeah, yeah. this you know? this I'm... season is actually pretty good. Yeah, I mean when they got into the uh, what did they call them? Like the when they're wearing the, the whispers, masks, the whisper. Yeah, they're wearing like the flesh masks or whatever the hell he wants. Is to Rick call dead? It. I hated that guy. He left. He left, right? Oh, yeah. The only guy waiting for the movies or whatever. The only guy knew how to get things done. But I feel like the fact that he's gone and the show is still, I mean, I don't know how the ratings are doing. I guess it's doing pretty well if it came back or whatever. The fact that the how main long character. Go. Well, they, they announced until people, until a people second spin yeah. just got announced. Yeah. So. I, I got pissed when uh, the first time Glenn didn't die and he should have. Yeah. And then I was like, fuck it. That was a brutal death. And then I came back great. for, well, yeah, when he actually died. And yeah. I was like, oh, shit, this show is yeah, yeah, back. Yeah. And then fucking yeah. let me down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can let this punk ass dude with a bat. He's got a bat with a spectrum. You got a whole town here. This guy's a dick. Take him out. And he, but yeah, anyway. he's like, no, but he has a persona. He controls you by fear. You wouldn't fuck with that guy. Yeah. Fuck that. You get enough people. <laughs> he's got a fucking bat. He's that dude was in the original, original Watchmen. Fuck fucking vegan. Um, yeah, he's a comedian. Yeah. yeah. So that's your number two. My number two is uh, The Act on Hulu. Um, so that was that fucking yeah. crazy yep. fucking HBO story. documentary. Yeah, I think. Mommy, yeah. Yeah. Dead Dearest. Yep. Yeah. You know, like Amazing. Gypsy, the Gypsy Rose story. What a story. So, wow. Uh, what Patricia Arquette, you know, played fucking that, the mom. And it's just such a fucked up story. That's and on the, Hulu, right? Yeah. yeah. Man, holy shit, man. Like, what? What a story. Like a real crazy American tale of just insanity. Uh, and they did a scripted version of it. And um, when you watch the documentary before or after you watch it, it's it's pretty much on par. And and the characters are very close, to like, like the way they look. It's um, 
it's just one of those American tales is so fucking bizarre and strange, but it happened and to get like a scripted thing of everything that went on home run, home run Hulu. Hulu's killer. Yeah. I love Hulu. Hulu's I watch Hulu probably more than I watch Netflix and the uh, Amazon. Hmm. So, number one TV show over the last ten years. I think this, we all have the same one. This was I can't feel like we're all I, basic. I, bitches. I wrote my number one. Yeah. And no way. Then we just them. tried to figure out what the other four were. It was uh, Breaking Bad. Oh. Fucking greatest show I've ever seen. I didn't know that it started in 2010. Well, it was on during that decade, right? Oh, I don't know. But when did it start? Jesus. Oh, does that matter? It doesn't matter. I guess. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it had to start then. I mean, yeah. Just why? Why? I... It might have started in like 2009. That's possible. Uh, I'm checking right now. We we got our team. It doesn't matter. Just just do it, cause anyway, that's what it fucking we... is, man. It's <laughs> the best fucking show I've ever yeah. seen. Okay. All right. Yeah. My bad. It started 2008. Ha! Disqualified. Was... Shit. Yeah. So it's Game of Thrones, then. <laughs> all right. Now we go. I can't believe I fucked that up. Fuck. Yeah. All right. It's John from Cincinnati. Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking. <laughs> It was so good. Well, it fin- you know what it was? It was on so long. It was. It ended that time. Yeah. That's where I what went. What about with Dear it. John? Can we have that be number one? <laughs> Dear John, <laughs> the Judd Hirsch vehicle. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you have Breaking Bad too. Yeah. All right, listen. Breaking Bad's a great show. What are you gonna? Never do? been a better show. You're it's like true. the fucking gatekeeper of this yeah, fucking. Man. I mean, the you rules know. here. No gotta... compilation, and that, that's an ex- that's an EP. <laughs> that's not an LP. I think me and Parker have the same number one. Is he hot? <laughs> Ozark, hot or not? It's fucking oh, right. I still Ozark. haven't watched that yet. Oh, really? Yeah, what is that? Yeah, that's on. pretty good. I didn't think uh, it. I fell over because you know my rule. I got to wait. That till first it's episode over. was incredible, and then it was kind of like, all right. Oh no, dude, it's so. Edge of your fucking only two seasons. Right? Yeah, edge of your fucking seat. Just is it done? No, it's gonna come back again. Yeah. Well, r- right now, so he's coming back on with uh, like a mini series in January about actually about a Stephen King short story. He's gonna be doing. HBO. I know you're yeah. number one then. What is it? Stranger Things. No. Oh. <laughs> the Goldbergs. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> Goldberg special you on TV. The, you wrapped the Goldbergs hard. Heavy, yeah. yeah. It's it's everything. You know, once again, I, I thanks to Hulu, I got to catch up on it. So here's a show that takes everything that we loved and grew up on and makes 22 minute shows, like everything. They take Die Hard, they put it in a movie. Yep. They take anything that happened in the 80s, music, pop culture, they threw it in there. They had Evan Dando from the Lemonheads in there. Uh, they, there's an episode where they, they're on the same plane that Adam Sandler's on in The Wedding Singer. Mm-hmm. With only, Billy Idol? Yeah, only from like a different angle. And they're waiting to take off, and they're wondering what's going on. I like, watched the Cheers clip. That was funny. They had, the fuck, they had Carla, Norm, and fucking Cliff yeah. on there. Like, it's everything, and it's funny. Like, Beverly Goldberg is... The best sitcom mom of all time. Whoever that lady who plays Beverly is unfucking real. She is the best. That's my favorite TV show of the last. I think 10 she's years hot too. She she's only hot as Beverly. I thought she was pretty hot in Reno Nine One One. The daughter's yeah. cute. Daughter's very cute. The daughter got way cute. Like yeah. as as the seasons went on, I'm like, yo, right. she is kind yeah. of like pretty yeah. hot. Yeah. Yeah, and then the ugly dude from uh, Fanboys. Oh, dude, Fanboy's a great fucking something. movie. I didn't know that Adam 
made that movie. Yeah. So yeah. the guy who made the Goldbergs made Fanboys, yeah. which is Fanboys star- is that's a fucking great movie. Yeah. That's like a star studded cast. That fucking movie. All right. Well, we covered everything that we, we said it all. Yeah. We we labored over these lists. Uh, no one's gonna listen to this show. I'm sure. Especially in hour five right now. <laughs> I mean, we're... this is like a Joe Rogan episode. Yeah. <laughs> Have, you guys ever see that clip of that bear fighting that monkey? <laughs> you want to see it? Dude, I posted on Reddit a up. clip of uh, Joe Rogan talking to himself. That's the craziest thing in the oh, fucking world. <laughs> but yeah, that's because he sits there and and we said it before. His show is basically... Do you guys want to take DMT with me? Yeah, but his show is basically uh, Slater from Days of Confused when they're all sitting there talking. <laughs> He's like, that's what that show's about, man. Yeah, that's what that <laughs> song's about, man. The bottom line with these shows, though, is just if if you know if one person really like picks up on a movie, yeah, and saw it based on a recommendation and enjoyed it, it's this, fucking worth it. If this episode could affect one life <laughs> for ten cents a day, you can feed <laughs> it. Huh. And it doesn't have to be positive, or it could be negative. If yeah. this ruins your life, <laughs> that's that's just as it's good. A, yeah. if, if you end up watching one of these shitty movies that Mar pick, you know, uh-huh. while watching. If Davey Bright listens to yeah. some enslaved albums, yeah. no, I man. feel like I did did something for the da- world. Davey Bright and Alex, and there's like, yeah, Cousin Mike. Yeah. Cousin if we get Ryan uh, Adams uncanceled. Yeah. It's worth <laughs> yeah. If we get people talking about Ryan Adams, you know, on a more like rational, you know, matter, then, then we could just, you know. We're we just could trying do to move the needle, Sam. Yeah, yeah that's it. Inspire, one, inspire <laughs> one kid to get his library look, card. We, how about yeah. we, we'll take, we'll get him back and we'll cancel Aziz again. Oh, poor Aziz. <laughs> I don't know. That's I, Scott Jazombeck knows what I do for the library on the show. Sack. <laughs> I rep it hard. Cool. Anything else? Anything you want to say, guest? I'm good, man. I think, uh, I think, it's, I think we've said Flying anywhere this year? Said. I'm actually having a pretty travel-free... I mean, I'm going to Atlanta to do a record, so that's the next thing. I'm going, actually, no, I'm flying to uh, Florida next week. All right, so I have to do that. That sounds exotic enough. Yeah. <laughs> For what? Look, my parents live there. Oh. I got, I got to go check in, say what's up, you know, mm-hmm. make sure they're all doing good. And check out the alligator across their pond. Nice. They have one. You know, they won't remove it until it's over six feet. It has, in the development they live in, like, like four feet's not fucking good enough. Yeah. Like, Did you see that movie, Crawl? No. I got to see that. I did. I saw it in the theaters. It was, it's it's all right. Whatever. It was probably- lo- There's an alligator in it, and it's no. in Florida. But, yeah, but that's- <laughs> so, so what it is, is like the storm, and uh, you the, they get stuck in this house. Uh, you know, this girl's looking for her dad, and this like tornado- No, this like- uh, Hurricane. Hurricane's coming, yeah. and um, she just happens to have all these alligators pouring into the house. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. 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 It could have a better title than that, though, right? It's not as good as the OG alligator movie from nice. the, what late 70s. But I, I like everything Alexander. Like Gator Rain would be sick. Or... <laughs> I like Gator Rain. <laughs> <laughs> I like everything that the director does. Alexan- Alexandra. Uh, Ocasio Cortez. <laughs> I voted for her. I don't know if his titties are as nice as uh, hers. So. All right, cool. So, uh, like us and do stuff and listen to Dark Satellite Media. Shout out to Ryan Gosling. Shout out to Ryan Gosling, <laughs> Dan Turr, Stomp442. Uh, anything else? Uh, we'll see you in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get Joe Hess on. T- 10 hour episode, man. <laughs> Rambling. You know what? He was going to go. 10 hour episode. He would. <laughs> Except it's going to be a long repeat. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> we could just Rambling. stare at him and he'll just keep talking. Like, nah. we'll just, we don't even yeah, see you. Uh, you know, but, uh, I'm, I'm rambling. rambling. I'm rambling. I'm rambling. All right, later.
Dark Satellite Media.